Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Move. Yes, it's Cleveland's longest running podcast and the place to hang with your internet besties. Got questions or comments? The email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy, of course, being spelled with a K. You can also give us a call or message us at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We're available anywhere fine podcasts are, and of course, at the website, stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And now, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. More money put into production, I'm assuming. I'll allow for it. They, they probably, we call it a hobby, you know, so we got to be like, we're in hobby level. We, well, look, we are hobby grade podcasters. However, we do use, especially when we're, in together, when we're together like this, we use pro grade shit. What's the, what's the level between hobby and professional? <laughs> when you get paid for it. No, no. What's the level between there? I'm saying. Like, oh, oh. There's pros when you get paid. They have, they have what's called. Uh, but like, uh, we're a high level hobby. Like, what's a high level hobby? They have high level hobbyists. It is. That's an actual level. Oh, well, okay. I say that's. What it is. I think the yeah. comedy level is professional. I mean, you know, we're funny as fuck. But I mean, it's just, it, 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 it is what it is, man. I, uh, I, uh, I feel like. Here's what's really wild to me when I see motherfuckers. Who ain't on my level, but have. Hundreds of thousands, millions of views and listens. Shit, I'm like, sucks, doesn't it? It feels disrespectful. Mm-hmm. My mother, so my mother hit me up uh, last week or this week. I don't know time to be like, I listened to that episode, and I want you to know it was just so this down the third, and you did such a good job, and so forth and so on. And I'm just like, and my, now my mom would oftentimes tell me she listened to the episode and that that, I, that I'm just a potty mouth, <laughs> but. <laughs> To tell me that it was it was affecting to her, touch me, and I'm like, that's dope. My mama listened to my listened to my show. We got a comment this week from somebody else we know who listened to the show who I never thought listened to the show, and I'm like, that's amazing that that person listened to the show. We'll get there when we get the comments. So, but it's like, what truly bothers me is every week, I'll, I'll almost every week, almost every week, I'll post the show on uh, Instagram, and I'm like, hey y'all, I'm out here, I'm doing a show, I do it every week. Technically, I'm Cleveland's longest running podcast. No technical to it. I'm just gonna wear that crown. I'm tired, tired of like trying to give myself a little wiggle room. Fuck mm-hmm. it. I am Cleveland's longest running podcast. We are Cleveland's longest running podcast. It is what it is. That's some shit we figured out. Oh, in, in your absence. Well, when are we gonna get finished? When are we gonna get featured on scene? Thank you. Because I think that was kind of what brought it up. We got yeah. They they had like a podcast or whatever. We ain't on that shit. And it's like we got we got. But the thing is this: we got weebles. We got folk. We got people that's local who don't listen to our shit. And it's not necessarily even that I need them to listen to our shit, but I know like if they spread the word, your man was wild famous for a little bit for throwing a beer can to a boat. If that motherfucker's been like, yo, y'all should bang with this podcast, that could have been a big deal. Mm-hmm. But he don't fuck with us. And if people if people we fuck with don't fuck with us. And it's bothersome on one level. Because I've had that, like, that thought too when I see friends like promote other people's businesses all the time. Like, oh, we're going to go get chicken wings and boss chicken and beer and blah, blah, blah. Because they're friends with the owners and shit. Yeah. I'm like, how come you never, I've been doing this for 10 years now. How come you never share my shit or listen or whatever? You know, you love me or whatever, but like, then you don't support me. And I'm, I'm so sincere when I say it. And it's like, and I'm, and it's not me being pissy or shitty about it. It's just like, I wish, I wish even the people, at least the people we know would be like, Oh, I fuck with your shit. Or in the least, in the very least, actually, all I wish they do is share it. Hey, check this out. This is my buddy's podcast. And people don't do that. Yeah. My, my girlfriend does it. 
I didn't even know Jocelyn started a restaurant until like the day before. <laughs> I and I haven't seen her since we went to have lunch that one time. And, uh, and, uh, and I still shared it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, and because that's what that's what we're supposed to do. And I think we because we are we because we do this and we know we'd like it to be spread a little further. We make sure to do that for other people. You know what I'm saying? People say I got a new shit. Please, please share. I'm on that shit because it's all I really want. So uh, this week, Nick Jew was on uh, Blackout Tips. You know, it has some reach. Yeah. And she made it a point to tell people, check out uh, Crimitus Yang. You know what I'm saying? And that's, so that show is doing, <laughs> Crimitus Yang, I want y'all to know, it's our, you know, our little side project where we review the Great British Break Off. That show is doing well. It is smoking right now. Like, if, if, if you search Great British Bake Off and Spotify, it comes up as one of the options, mm-hmm. oh. which is and which is why we're getting, guys on that. We get, we getting burned from that, that particular I? show, but also she like said this is her on a on a bigger platform making a point to be like, hey yo, you should be fucking with us, and therefore hopefully that'll get out there more and people will be like, oh, I do fuck with that show, I will fuck with them, and so I I that, that's my point. It's like when 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 given the chance, we're given the opportunity when people have a a, 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 a whatever, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hustle my show a little bit. You know who does it every week? She every week, depending on whatever. April is in her Instagram. She's sharing it with her mm-hmm. friends. My lady does it. You know what I'm saying? I, I have do a private account. You're. I, I started doing it once I realized how. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I, found I don't know how. <laughs> so, I, so, I like the uh, I like the skim and post and everywhere I see it and like I don't know what that does for sure. Uh, what I've also what I figured out is. Sometimes I won't, I'll, I'll forget to put our name in it mm-hmm. and then you can't share it. Mm-hmm. So you got a weird funk to it. But if I put your name in it, then you can do whatever you want with it. It's yours to, oh, to okay. get more, uh, get more. Maybe that's why I couldn't do it before then. Yeah. It'll, it, it'll give you the option to get a little more loose with it. And I, this was not my intention to have this discussion. This you was, <laughs> I was going to talk you know about it I, need, I promise you. I need a uh, Instagram account under the real ODP with uh, no, uh, no, no kids. Because uh, I don't want to put my kids out there in the public. They, you know, the, the I do know. Burnt the shit out of my tongue. God damn. I um so I at this point I I, I have I I have two personal Twitter uh, Instagrams and one the show Instagram. The personal one is one is my just my records. And the uh, other one is of course, you know, my personal one. And so I I people would put a what do they call them? They were calling them back in the day. Finsters. Yeah, Finsters. Yeah, yeah, fake Instagrams. I'm not saying you need a fake Instagram, but one that's just you keep this just this is whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah, because you can have a bunch of them. Like I actually today, I know we talked about it a little bit a couple weeks ago, but today when I was uh, watching John Wick Four, my mind was starting to wander, and I actually like was starting to think about making a purse or not. I mean, a, a Instagram for like thrifting yeah and, and like i know we talked about that but like i was trying to think of like names and like what i would post and how like if i i did that i could also put like my ebay store in the in the upper part and you could become come like a little business instagram yeah. of sorts where i have fun with it and you can actually make it a business like, like i don't know if you want to do that but you can mm-hmm. but and so yeah I, I i highly highly recommend a little side venture instagram just for like this whatever keep keep lock it all the way down not that it's make it private but i like i I don't believe i have comments open on my my vinyl one i don't follow everybody i follow in the real world um i 
try and the people I do, a lot of people I do follow, I mute, fully mute them. So I'm following them, but I don't I just don't see them in the feed. Cause it's just for my records. That's what it's there for. I'll go and like I I do follow other of uh, record uh, sites by pages or whatever, and I follow some of my weebles. But it's specific for a reason. It's highly specific for a reason. And that's why I have that. I don't, I don't even flip the show on that one. I don't go and push retweet or whatever, whatever, repost, whatever for the show on that account, even though I could, because it's like it's, it, it I, on that account, I have more followers than I am following. So that it's a good ratio of, of back and forth. So like I said, I stopped posting the show on Twitter. I was just like, it's not doing anything. I don't even go on there hardly. I uh, I don't know if you guys noticed I deleted my account. Oh yeah, yeah. You told me yeah, you had told me you had got rid of it. Like fully you had gotten rid of it. And if you if you delete it and then don't go get it within I don't know, uh, X amount of days, days. Ninety days, ninety days. It, it fully just disappears. So I'm go- I'm gone. I'm Twitter ghosted. You're 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 better for it. Uh I, I, I uh It's X now. I kinda mess with uh Blue Sky and I like it for what it is, but it ain't enough black people over there yet. And that shit, that is it. That means it's missing the spice and panache that is Twitter, the the part of Twitter that I enjoy. What you need to do is make <laughs> your own blue sky, but call it the cookout. Well, see, they have one and it's called Spill, and I'm, I do have a Spill account, and that is exactly what it is. It's mostly just black folk doing black people shit, and it's kind of fly, but it's just also kind of. But like, if you made the cookout, you could have like the white people to get invited to the cookout. <laughs> Be verified by all the black people on the platform. It could be like a poll. Be like, are they invited or not? Yeah. That way, all the white people on there, they know they're cool. You can make list in Blue Sky. And if I can make a list and call that bitch the cookout and be like, only invite cool white people to this list. It could be something. It could be something. You got to invite some Puerto Ricans. You need some rice. I mean, that see, they, they're in. Uh, and so that that's that's a given. We don't worry about that. Everybody got some Puerto Rican cousins or some shit. <laughs> they do. We just do. You know it. I know it. We do. Well, <laughs> and, we don't. We don't marry our own. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. Ah, uh, that's the ooh a little realer than 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 expected here, people. <laughs> Sorry. It is what it is, man. I'm saying, folk don't. don't. A lot of uh, racial acceptance going on as far as familial ties lady from work uh that, that i talk to all the time she called me yesterday to talk to me about some stuff in her personal life and she told me that uh she told her mom that she has a white son now <laughs> and i was like just tell her i'm light-skinned <laughs> <laughs> that's why see that see it's it's, it's it's knowing the lingo like that light skin ain't something white people use they don't understand it they don't bandy that about but but box is special in that regard and tell me you know what i'm saying that's how he gets in also, he's been on a black ass podcast for like ten years of his life. It just kind of works this way, people. Except mm. know that know that it is what it is. Okay, so let me go back over it. Haven't been caught saying the N word one time. That's what's up. <laughs> uh, share the podcast. If you, if you right now are hearing this and you're like, hmm, have I ever done that? You probably haven't. And if you have, you you've done it in a way that is like just behind the scenes. You've told, hey man, my cousin, hey yo, I'm listening to this guy. These guys are pretty funny. That is great. But you know what it is, man. You know we live in a world of social media, man. Share that shit on your socials, wherever, winst, whoms, whatever that you want to do with that. And put us out there in the streets so people are aware of us and are more. more. Be our Taylor Swift. We'll be your Travis Kelsey. Mm. I am from Cleveland. And I do talk black. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know what to do with that. I mean, yeah. Like, I felt like you you threw me a volley, and I'm just like, I don't know where to spike this bitch. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We know we know what it is, folks. It just just I don't know. I want more people to know about us, and not because I just I, I, look. I'm a, it's a hobby. I don't ever expect this to be a it, it paid for my shoes, but I would like it to pay for itself. That's always been the goal. So the the money I put into it is it's just cyclical in its nature. Like the the the, the sources the, the program we use to record every every week if that was paid for, especially like when we go over because right now we're recording two podcasts on it so we go over every month and that means it costs extra because it doesn't have infinite recording and I pay for the highest in the highest tier at that on on that account so I mean it's like so again high grade hobby shit feel me so yeah, high grade hobby shit yeah yeah <laughs> so you're just looking for a little more cran partissier ah bruh I love that show I love that show because it's 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 highly highly niche 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 how do we come across that one? i think I we said know, niche i don't right? know how to pronounce that i think we all decided I think it's niche yeah i think we decided niche though the the the, the français pronunciation is the correct pronunciation and it comes derivative of hey I, I say hot dog and my family gives me shit about it all Yo, the time don't, man, don't come to me about you say hot dog i do say hot my dog. man mike mitchell from the doughboys boston to boston till he die says hot dog and I am glad that he has somebody he can sign off with. I'm, I'm going to write into them about that. Speaking of Boston, have you seen the fucking Ben Affleck, Ice Spice, Dunkin' commercial? No, I don't know where. Where do you watch commercials at at this point? Uh, I see it on like Peacock and like when I'm watching like uh, streaming. Do you, my mama, you don't my see mama's on Instagram? Peacock uh, don't got commercials. Well, mine does because <laughs> I'm cheap. I mean, like I said, so am I, but my mama let me watch her peacock. Well, I watch like TNT and stuff on, like, on streaming, and there's commercials on there. Fair. But anyway, Ben Affleck leans into that fucking Boston accent in these goddamn commercials because Duncan's a Boston-based company. Oh. And I have never heard Ben, ben Affleck in, in all the years of cinema sound so fucking Boston as he does in these goddamn Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Even Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, like this is just like full on car by the harbor type shit. <laughs> is he is he is he Travis Kelsey? Is he putting on a show? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I I don't get it, but like the commercials are super awkward because like I don't have a lot of experience with this Ice Spice, but other than like seeing pictures of her on the internet and like I heard her on the radio. Like, I thought uh, she was a long featured- Spice Girl. I mean, if they want her to try and do uh, a revival with that, you know, more power to them. Um, but like. I don't know of her as a person, but in this commercial, she just seems super awkward and out of place. So you've got this super awkward young, like, like, uh, she's a, she's a musician, but like a lot of people like her cause she's attractive. And so you've got this young, attractive musician. I can't qualify her work because I haven't heard much of it sitting there getting talked to by Ben Affleck in a Boston accent, but he's rambling in a way that's like incoherent at times. And then she just says something that like, is like, it makes sense, but like, isn't really like, uh, inspiring fair. And then like they end the commercial. It's the most awkward exchange of like generational gap in a promotional material I've ever seen. I wonder if it's working. I I doubt it, but like more power to him. I feel like I gotta watch <laughs> this commercial now. I, I see it in in mute on my Instagram. Yeah, you- I saw it on Instagram like yesterday. Right, man, I am not getting the same experience. Uh, you want to listen to uh, 
That Boy's a Liar by Pink Panthers. She's on that song. It's amazing. It's definitely sampling Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. It's a real good song. That Boy <laughs> is a Liar. That Boy's a Liar. The current like hit song, like the pop station. I don't listen to the radio in my car other than sports talks occasionally. Yeah. But when I'm in the car with my buddy, he'll have the radio on. And that fucking Doja Cat "Paint the Town Red" song is a banger. It's so good. I watched. Uh, I watched her do it live. Live. Live at BBC. Uh, because they have they do live music stuff in in England because England is much better about the arts than we are. I guess we have NPR doing Tiny Desk. And so I watched her do it. That song goes hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. That shit is so. You know. You know. You got on that song. I don't. Uh, it's no, ba- any new songs. It's got the sample "Walk On By" in the background. <laughs> dun 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 dun. And so, but of course, it's got like a nice little a kick underneath it or whatever. I, What's it called again? It's called "Paint the Town Red." Paint the Town Red. Yeah, what? I'm gonna. I want. It was. It's not the lyrics we're doing this week, but I wanna. I wanna let you know what. Uh, I mean, I've listened to old music. I was listening to. Uh, oh fuck! What's his name? Uh, uh, Aaron Hall and disgusting my wife the other day with his lyrics. We've discussed this before. It's not good. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Imagine a song starting like that. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, baby. Gee, I feel so lucky just to have you in my arms. Yeah, I can sing that whole song. Michael Jackson was coming out there. Wrap your arm in my tattoo chest. I know it feels real good. Ooh-wee, baby. The way you're singing that, I can literally see that transition. (laughs) It don't matter if you're black or white. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. Am I spot on? Yes. The (laughs) the lyrics that get me is... You can yell. Uh, well, you can. What does he say? You, you can, can call ye- me daddy, baby. Oh, that shit creeps me out. Me. Everything about it is gross. Oh, it gets gross. grosser. But like, like, I, there's a bunch of OnlyFans accounts that sent me like free months, like, and I was like, well, I'm not gonna pass up a free month. <laughs> so there's like three of three of them right now. That are like they just spam you with messages like nonstop because I think there is actually companies out there that do our uh, OnlyFans pimp idea. Oh shit! <laughs> and so like they're like the people on these accounts aren't even running them. It's just like a service that does like the spam messaging. But a lot of them will send me shit and they'll be like, "Hey, daddy," or like Rosa Acosta, the old the model from back in the day. She does what she has one. So every day I get like, "Hey, poppy," and I'm just like, "Don't be." Like, I know it's not them talking and sending these mass messages, but, like, I don't like the feeling of someone calling me daddy or poppy, like. That's it, 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 an instant, like, okay, not watching this video anymore. What, what, for what me. They, call it, they call it an ick. Okay. When, when something just makes you feel gross, like, off rip, and you're like, this does not make me feel I good. I thought the kids were calling it cringe. Uh, well, cringe is another one, but, uh, but it's ick. <laughs> extra fun around, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm 70, by the uh, way. And ick is, uh, is something a little bit worse. It's my son, I believe. I can see the afro shape coming in the door. <laughs> so, what you looking for, Junior? Oh. I'll just take mine. Hey, why does your shirt say mistake by the leg? It's a record store. Oh. I thought it was funny. Well, oh. it hurts my feelings. Is that a record in the middle of the water? Yes. Yeah, he's a, he's a, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I caught it as he turned. Because that's what they that. call Cleveland sometimes. I know that's what the it's it's, it's here. It's based here. It's a good brick store. He's a good guy. I hung out with him. Before. All right, all right. It's like Porch Monkey. They're trying to take it back. <laughs> Are they? Cleveland's not a mistake, by the way. It was done on purpose. I'll, I'll take you back, 
you had to, you had to, you have to watch uh, Clerks Two to get that joke. Yeah, that and wasn't me saying racial <laughs> things out of whim. That was literally a quote from a movie. <laughs> Don't come for me with pitchforks, internet. Oh, uh, bitch! I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. I let all that get to my head. I don't care. I paint the town red. But imagine that in the background, that walk on by. Dun, 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 walk on by. Because that shit is great. And it's well sampled here. And uh, the hook is like, ooh, she's a devil. She's a bad little bitch. She's a rebel. And it's just a great song. Paint the town red. I paint will... the town red, man. It's a great song. I, I'll I listen to it. Doja Cat kind of might be a Nazi. And I'm not joking when I say what? that to you. Which is weird because she kind of she kind of half black and half something else. So how did she choose Nazism? But you can go find Doja Cat back in the day. He was saying some Nazi shit. So she's kind of weird. So this we don't. She is a character. Character. We'll go with that. So, but again, Pink Panthers and Ice Spice. That boy's a liar. I think it's Boys Liar Part Two. I think I may have heard that on the radio. If I'm being honest, again, if you if you heard the music that sounds like Sonic the Hedgehog, because it is Sonic like the Hedgehog. A lot of the radio hits right now are just like samples of shit. Our shit. Yeah, but like um, uh, uh, there's one out right now that I hear all the fucking time. Um, oh fuck, what is it? Uh, I think it, they were sampling like um, a little John bothering me that I can't think of it now, even though I hear the song all the fucking time. Sorry, I'm getting old. Yeah, I'm already there, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I I got my hair cut the other day, and all the grays that I saw, like on the the apron, I felt that in my soul. I can't wait till I'm all the way gray in my beard. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Actually, gave the white, hmm. yeah, or gave the gray, however you wish to ride with it. I'm saying, <laughs> you would have to wear a lot of white, and I don't know if you want to pull that off. No, not with uh, dogs. small kids. The dogs. No, no, your kids at this point. How small are they? Five. Your youngest. They're is still five? messy. Oh, oh well. Oh, okay, I say messy kids, messy kids. Fair, fair. Messy ass kids. <laughs> you messy ass. I'm, I'm trying to see if Dan has found his little John track. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking on the Billboard Hot 100 to see if uh, you recognize. It? Oh, here it is. Yeah, Dochi featuring Kodak Black. What it is, Block Boy. Okay. What it is, ho. What's it's like? It's like in that vein. Huh. Fair. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't. So. If I get new, I guess popular music, pop music, yeah. it definitely is something I, I heard on TikTok or in a reel on Instagram or something like that. There, I don't uh, go looking, seeking it out, and I'm, I'm real, and I'm and I'm, I'm mostly I, I listen. To, you know, I'm a traditional hip hop uh, listener too. That new Wu Tang, have you heard the new Wu Tang song? Claudine? I have not. God, it's gorgeous. Claudine. Claudine, it's Ghost and Meth, and whoever's singing the hook. But it's so good. And I talked about it last week on this show, so whatever, whatever. But you should check out Claudine. It's real, real good. And I'm like, that's some that's some woo shit. And I'm like, yeah, I like to hear it. I have pieced it together. Go on. It was Trillville, some cut. And she took that and put it into what it is. Okay. So the opening of the song is what it is, ho. What's up? Oh, like, get you my number. And, and I'll call. I'll call. Yeah. Okay. What it is, ho. What's up? Can a expletive get in them guts? Ah. So, yeah, she goes, what it is, ho. What's up? Every good girl needs a little thug. <laughs> Every black boy needs a little love. Yeah. So when I hear that, my mind immediately goes to the springs, the eh, 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 yeah, eh, and then my mind goes chopped and screwed, early two thousands Houston. Like you, you ever seen that uh that that TikTok where it's like this is dad? It's like basically this this guy playing himself and his father, and like he'll come through, and they'll be playing a song, and it'll be 
it'll sample something that's from the '90s, and then like that 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 person's father will come in like you should be listening to the, you know whatever, and then his dad will come in and play the original sample. Mm-hmm. That's just where we are in life. Yeah. We are at that point where we're like probably in the middle. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm at that point now of elderly where like I I recognize it, and I feel like if I were to bring it up. I would just get that kid backlash of like, you don't know what you're talking about. Our shit's way better than anything you ever made. My shit's more John Blaze. Yeah. See, that's, <laughs> that's funny to me because what, what I do, and you've, you've heard the playlist before because we've, we've driven places. I love going back to find the original samples so I can be like, either I can appreciate like, oh shit, they chopped that and screwed it and flipped it in a real dope way. I like going back to I feel to like find the, the people who make that music appreciate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the general populace that isn't aware that it is a sample yeah. isn't necessarily always so open to realizing that it's a sample of something original. Yeah. Because I, when I was a kid, I didn't necessarily want to give credit to the things that came before me or what I was into at that time because I felt like I the stuff I liked was better or I was cooler or, or whatever. I didn't want to appreciate the things that paved the way. Yeah. And now I'm in that space where I realize that things do pave the way and I want appreciation for those things and I don't feel like we're going to get it. As I slam my fist on my knee in anger. <laughs> like an old man, like, this isn't music back in my day. You used to sing about sweating from your balls. <laughs> and skating upon the walls themselves. You know. Paint the, top, the walls white. Fair enough. Let me get you a proper show star to people. <laughs> uh, you've got a much shorter verse this week. I had a longer verse here initially, but it was like, honest to God, if I put I put it in word, three pages long. It was far too many lyrics. It was going to be no more parties in LA, LA second verse. It's far too much verse. So instead, you get this one. You know how I gets down. The power holds six rounds. I told you I'll be back, bitch. Talk that shit now. You hear that for fifth sound? Duck and I spit rounds. Cause it the, cause this ain't Beverly Hills. You in the bricks now. We ain't got shit down here but dope guns and guns for sale. You get your head cracked and niggas don't run and tell. It's like we, it's like we sell crack, get caught, head back to jail. We own that fuck the police shit. We living in hell. I think it goes. We own that fuck the police shit. We living in hell. Kind of a pause to it. You better guard your grill, homie, or stand your ground. These bullets burn. They hit whoever standing around. I ain't never even, I ain't, I never learned even after I took a couple of shots. I just got me some band-aids and bought a couple Glocks. Had to go on a rampage and, and hit a couple of blocks. Once they hit at 12 gauge, that's when the trouble stops. If it's beef, then I'm ready to ride. Just come to Cashville. You can find me on the south side. Motherfucker. It's the part of that song that says, I told you I'll be back, bitch. Talk that shit now. That makes me very happy. It's such a it's a bar. It's uh That's off the song that's the Lloyd Banks song, Work Magic. But that's the young buck verse off of that shit from the album The Hunger for More from 2004. That song's older than my youngest child. But you know what it is. Welcome to the show. It's episode 516, and no, we are the Contemporary Art Museum in Albuquerque. I'm your host, Dennis Taylor 713. Join us always my best friends. It's Lunchbox 2099. You know that meme where the woman takes like a sip of soda or some shit and she looks like she puts that look on her face where it's like it's gross, but then she gives that like, well, maybe then the uh, that's how I feel about Doja Cat as a person. That lady's funny. I don't know if you follow Brittany Brodsky. Br- Brittany Brodsky? Real funny. Doesn't I didn't know she had a that. name. I thought she was just a meme girl. Yeah, she took that meme and used it huh it's fun fun stuff that that's kombucha she was drinking 
if you're wondering whether you see, they call her now kom- it all makes more sense kombucha girl yeah. <laughs> i had to, I had to google fucking uh meme the other day like actually it was like yesterday because i've been seeing all these uh videos where the kids are singing and like the the play or whatever and then like the teacher and then the one kid comes in and he's like real good when the rest of them suck mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is this from? Because there's so many of those floating around right now. So I went to like Google and I was like, kids singing meme. And it was like, oh, this is from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I was like, oh, now I know. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, live in person, literally on my couch in my living room. It's the RV in Puerto Rican. It's my homeboy, Gabe. What's up, Pippin? Oh, good to be here. And uh, as an aside, uh, I told Tayrell this. Uh, but like beating guts or getting in those guts, uh, one of my least favorite sex euphemisms. <laughs> it just sounds gross. Is it because the implication is that the utensil is long enough to get to the guts, or is or is it a lot of put a lot of pressure on the pounding of it all? Like, does she want that? It doesn't sound like enjoying. I get a lot of conflicting information from the internet on that question, by the way. Yeah, there's been a lot of ladies I've seen videos of swearing that they like, I'm down for those, the small willy. And I'm like, and I'm not knocking them for it. Hey, man, you enjoy what you enjoy. But I'm like, do you or do you know you're talking to uh, probably a wider, wider (laughs) audience and a broader audience? I don't know how I want to word that. And therefore, they'll be more like, because it just seems to be always people who got an account. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, and and they'll be more likely to support you. But the science of it, though, I get some it. of them had like there's the one lady. She goes into a science based argument of why she feels the way she feels. Yeah, and I'm like, damn it, you're really making me feel like I'm I'm a worthy man. <laughs> I'm like some coat? of these women out here were just like wanting their fucking insides to be devastated, and I'm like, I can't provide that kind of Armageddon. <laughs> I I I I it's gonna be real old man of me. I don't know what to tell you. I, I truly I truly believe in the, the 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 idea it's the motion in the ocean. I'm telling you right now, people can make magic happen and some some people all they got is dick and ain't doing nothing with it. And yeah. you talk, I, I I talked to many a lady who be like it was a whole lot of dick but it did nothing. And then it's like, oh he 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 this dude wasn't packing a missile but he knew what to do with what he had. I'm like I fuck with the idea of it. So I I, I just we should trust ladies in the, whose opinion on this matter if, if, if they're into wieners because <laughs> not all ladies are and respect those who aren't and, uh, and, uh, you know what they don't have a reason to lie you're right that's me that's me that's me fucking my own shit up with that you're right there is no there, what, what's the point there would be there, there, there's no purpose in telling stories I mean I, I, I mean like I said that's me making assumptions thank you for correcting me on that I kind of needed it oh you you're welcome. Back? Second week, you can row. I'm not doing news. I'll get back to news. Uh, uh, by the time you hear, this, I, I would Press tell you, to, anyway. I would tell you to vote. But by the time you hear this, we would have voted already. And and in fact, my man Gabe did vote today while he was home. So, I'm, we're just gonna talk to Gabe for a little bit. Because okay. I need to know about uh, adventures in 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 in, uh, in, uh, in what you call it. So, um, uh, you've been gone now two years. Two years tomorrow? Did you got you guys definitely November second? I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it two was, years today. It. It might be. Yeah. It might be. We had the vote by mail and Yeah. So it's it's been quite an adventure. I don't know where I left the listeners off. I mean, uh, the non-paying listeners, you heard nothing. So I left you off of of goodbye. But uh, uh So just give me uh, a general 
actually straight up and down, just take me all the way around to where you've gone. Just dot 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 right quick, and we'll if we need to stop you and get in, involved, we will. But when you started this adventure uh, on the on the in the RV, I guess first place you guys went to was Georgia. Okay, and no uh, no no, wait no no no. We went to we went to Tennessee. We went to Ruby Falls. Okay, that was really nice. Uh, I mean, we we started a trip technically in Mansfield, but that, that's in Ohio, so it didn't feel like it counted. <laughs> but I, I saw the Mansfield Mansfield prison. I don't want to bore people who've already heard it, but that was great. Yeah. Uh, so it's weird, but it was a uh, something I want to do for a while. Okay. Oh shit! You know what? Hold on, uh, because there are new listeners every week, and I realize this. And my one man Carrie only recently started listening, so he don't know that you exist. My man, the RV in Puerto Rico, my homeboy Gabe. Uh, was has been was a part his a part I don't know how you want to word that uh, but it's part of the show for a, a, a good chunk of its time until he got out on the road and it just became a little untenable for him to be able to record with us because they was out west and it, 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 when he was doing uh, when he was eating dinner with his family it was time for us to record it basically threw the whole clock off so he hasn't been able to record with us for some while but he is a major portion of this of, the, of this show if you go back and listen to, to, to some years past you'll know he's on there so don't think I just brought in uh, nobody or anybody no this guy belongs here he's home when he's on this on this shit and so just in case you're new here because like I said every week is a new a new person they may not know. He's here this week. He won't be here next week. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I don't know. But but point being, uh, don't <laughs> if you don't know who he is, you know, now you know who he is. That's that, that, that's guy. He also had multiple names. He used to be the uh, the relic, the reluctant vegan. Uh, what's some I other ones we've that. heard? He used to be the real ODP. Kind of still is the real ODP. But I, really... I kind of like that nickname. No, I get it. I, we bandy it about. But you know what I'm saying? My man has many a title. He's, he, used, he used to be the suburban Puerto Rican. That's because he, he, he was raised in the suburbs around this, around this, around this way. So we used to call him that. And currently he's the RV in Puerto Rican. Because I RV. Because why I live on an RV. Travels the, the, is traveling this great nation in an RV with his family. With an RV. Because he's not always in the RV. The RV is dragging behind a truck. Yes. Quite. Now, got you caught up on that. Now, as you know, now my man's been traveling the country. Where'd you begin at? First place, Mansfield Penitentiary, where, where uh, sh- the shank is based on that, or what's filmed yeah. there? Which one was it? Was it was filmed there. Okay. Was it based on that? It was filmed there. Yeah. And it's also haunted. It's also architectural. It's uh, it's kind of a wonder for, for like a, it was like a four tours in one: an architectural tour, a haunted prison tour, a movie set tour, and a historic tour. That was cool. That's cool. I would say, like, if you live in Ohio, go check it out. I, 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 I have, I'm very one anti-prison. I am second. A movie I've never seen, even though I know Anthony always tells you I should see it because it's so good. And uh, yeah, I don't, and I don't believe in ghosts, so that does me no good either. Oh, well, but they should believe in themselves. Believe- to quote Ted Lasso. Thoughts <laughs> did not make you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts, but there was a room. There was a room where you got to sit in a chair, and uh, I did hear like a, a doom behind me, and I felt an energy. So okay, fair. I always tell people, I uh, I don't know if there's a god, but I know there are people. So I regularly talk to people who I know have died. So I mean, I guess I kind of believe in spirit, spirit. Huh. You know, so I kind of get that. Died and didn't stay dead? No, I don't believe zombies exist. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, no, I mean like they're, they're like clinically dead people for no. Okay, that, that's, that's not, not a thing? what I mean. I mean dead people who okay. are dead and, and still dead and remain dead. Huh. <laughs> R.I.P. Matthew Perry. Oh yeah, that was sad. Um. Anyway, shifting uh, abruptly. Um, <laughs> no, no, we're just getting back on task. Uh, Ruby Falls, that was pretty cool. Uh, I, it's so long ago, it's hard to well, do no, more no, than I, pretty well, cool. Yeah, I've like, got a lot of places to go yeah, through. That's why we're doing a high level. Tennessee. Next up was? Georgia. Okay, next up was? Am I doing my geography wrong? Tennessee's right there. Georgia's right. I know where I'm, I'm. I know where I know the. I know how this country's laid out. Tennessee's here. Georgia's down here the, to the bottom right of Tennessee. Georgia's pretty uh, interesting. I, mean, I wanted to go to Savannah and show the kids that we didn't get a chance to do that. So it's disappointing that Atlanta traffic sucks. By the way, I learned how to. I learned how to drive in Atlanta. I know it's 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 not fun. I had my first burger with peanut butter on it. It was called the Jimmy Carter. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I got to try a Jimmy Carter in his state. Um, how was not it? RIP yet, but uh, <laughs> oh, come on. He's 99. Yes, yeah. I understand. How was it? It was good. Would you have a burger with peanut butter again? Uh, if I had to choose between peanut butter and cheese, I'd go with cheese. At all times. Yes. Yeah. Correct. That is the correct there. Uh, South Carolina or Florida next? Florida. Florida next. And you did oh, Flo- No, 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 no. Uh, sorry, the golf. The golf. Oh, you did. Y'all went to Alabama, like Mobile, right now. Yeah, right? Alabama. Yeah, yeah. The skies were really nice. We didn't go to a lot of places. Uh, the most memorable thing about that was arguing with people at Best Buy over you, a computer. And didn't didn't you see a, a man who uh, uh, like a uh, drag uh, 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 Chris Christopherson? <laughs> I remember that story. You saw the dude who looked like like Chris Christopherson in like like red lingerie during the the, the Mardi Gras situation. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> oh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. He Not looked Chris like Sam Elliott. Sorry, sorry. Elliot. All right, very good. You look like a, a cowboy. Uh, he's like a. Uh, he's got the, just the chaps and his uh, red thong, and that was uh, that was Norlands for you, Mobile, Alabama, the real birthplace of Mardi Gras. Of Mardi Gras. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's that was. We should go back there and hit the museum. We didn't do that. Maybe we can be in Mobile. We want to go back to New Orleans because the food was so fucking good. Nice. It's like the best place for food. There were some good places in Florida though too. Those Puerto Rican, those Cuban places. Uh, yeah, it's Florida. Florida is run by an asshole. Let's just call him that. Who hasn't been home in so very long? So I'll mean, uh, tell you about him. I'm trying to run. I'm trying to run. Had uh, had. Did I have oxtail? We went to a Jamaican restaurant. I saw I a can, lot of oxtail on Instagram today. It's been a thing. The, the pancake and so forth making around. I saw the 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 bust where they like pulled over some people and found a bunch of stolen oxtail. Why do you guys steal oxtail? And then I saw a video of um. The Chef Reacts guy watching a white woman put oxtail in a baking dish and just put it in the oven and then eat it. So he apologized on behalf. I think I sent it to the group chat today. He apologized on behalf of all white people everywhere for the <laughs> atrocities that lady performed to those oxtails. Uh, she shouldn't have done that. She should not have done that. Okay, so Florida, y'all stay for a while. I remember y'all did y'all did the entire panhandle, right? State, and it's a, like a lot of different... Uh, what do you call it? Um, not agriculture. Uh, biomes? Yeah, a little different biomes for each part of the state. Yeah. 
we might head there again because i mean if you're wondering what the hell i'm doing back in cleveland so am i but like uh i came here to see uh family and we had to hightail it from new mexico to uh ohio in a, in a short period of time so we could do the whole trip over again uh and head back to head back to new mexico the, the hard way but uh we're gonna try to be in uh this this cu- well, I'm talking about the future. I'm still not done with the past. Let me rewind. I'm, I'm. First of all, I'm out of practice. I'm sorry for everybody who's for the chaos that is that is just coming out of my mouth. Um. Uh, I like Mississippi's laid back vibe. I don't like its racism. <laughs> and I remember having somebody uh, with a Confederate flag work on my uh, RV. And then the kids were singing the songs from Encanto because this was right after Encanto came out. The kids were so excited. They loved the movie. And my wife asked this guy if he saw Encanto yet. I'm like, no, don't respond to that the way I think you're going to respond to that, please. He's like, no, nah, I just haven't seen that yet. But he, he said it with a little stank, like, fuck that movie. Hey, hey, don't assume. I shouldn't. You shouldn't assume malice. That's like a rule that I heard that I can't remember the source of. <laughs> I mean, if I can highlight a few places food-wise, New Orleans, some places in Florida, definitely try some Cuban Cubanos in the Cubano capital, not Cuba, I guess, but the, <laughs> Florida. Uh, Texas barbecue is the way to go. I liked Kansas City barbecue. My wife did not love it. She likes South Carolina barbecue. It's like vinegar base here. It's a mustard kind of like. I agree with her. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sauce guy. I like I like I like. <coughs> We just we had barbecue around the St. Louis area when we went to Kansas City mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, and it just wasn't impressive. Like, I I find the the Carolina barbecue to be more uh, tasty to me. Did you hit, did you hit up any? Oh, well, I mean, you say you're in, in the general St. Louis area. Uh, I would just say uh, Kansas City got good barbecue. I was Kansas City KCK, not KC Mo. Fuck that. <laughs> That's good barbecue. Oh, I went to KC Mo. Uh, I tr- look now, Nick. Is there really a difference? I don't know, but they seem to clear, claim like it is when we were there. It, I, it's it's two different worlds. Yeah. <laughs> so we maybe, did see the arch. Yeah. Both both seem kind of uh, eh. If I'm being honest, though. So you like you like a uh, mustard base? Uh, from what I've had, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. Now you've been to Texas, so you've had some smoked meats down there, and I, I, do you have mm-hmm. an opinion on that, like of that? Because you know Texas barbecue is the one everybody always, not everybody, I think but Texans all at least. barbecue has its its merits. Advantage. <laughs> yeah, I just I find the Carolinas ones to be better than the Kansas City ones, but I'd still eat both. Memphis barbecue is what I was raised. I just on. thought what we had in St. Louis was shitty. Well, that's okay, ah. but it might have been just that location. I don't know. Fair. I was raised on Memphis barbecue, which is of course uh you know cooked and then sauced and cooked some more. So that's what I came upon, and I like it. So that's kind of how I get down. So we, so imagine us traveling the coast, and then heading into heading through Arkansas, the Diamond State, because we dug for diamonds. We didn't find any, but we dug for diamonds in this big uh, pit. The kids uh, for my son's birthday. That was in April. He had a ton of fun because he likes digging in the dirt and getting dirty. Did you find any reason to be in Arkansas? Besides the diamond, no. Because when I was there, it was very desolate, and it, it felt like an old timey movie where like they put a town in the middle of like a desolate <laughs> area, and then you just couldn't wait to leave. That was what Arkansas felt like to me, and I barbecue there that, that when I was there too. 
Well, we went there for that specific purpose to dig the diamonds. Hmm. Um, so eventually, some places we spent a lot of time in Texas. Yeah, I yeah I I have my issues with Texas. Sometimes I wish they would uh, succeed or get you know succeed or get off the pot. I'd rather they just be returned to Mexico. No, I really give it back to Mexico. To give it back to Mexico. But my favorite in-laws are there. So we had fun uh, hanging out with them, them two rocket scientists. I don't say that sarcastically. There's rocket scientists uh, working for NASA. They take us on a tour of uh, uh, this. Okay, this I don't think I got into. It took them on a, a took took us on a tour of Houston's NASA. Yeah, and that was pretty. Uh, As in Houston, we have a problem. It's where yeah. it's where we control most of what we do in space is literally controlled at houston johnson space center a few things i learned about uh they don't appreciate uh elon musk and his space junk that he launches into space and uh the, your body gets all fucked up in space like you come back taller or like or like your your organs are all did you weird. go to the space station in uh, florida <laughs> no we didn't but we did see a rocket launch from uh, kennedy in florida yeah it must have been I don't, I don't know. Where, I don't know where, where they launch from. I, I, I think it's Cape Cod, <laughs> Cape Canaveral, or Canaveral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we went when I was a kid. So like we went to the space center down there, and they actually were launching a rocket then too. Space camp down in Alabama. I didn't know that. Yeah, but you know, space camp. When you ever hear about space camp, it's in Alabama. I didn't know it was in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, Huntsville. Ah, we didn't go to Huntsville, or did we? I don't. know. You know who would be better at this than me? <laughs> well, I do know who would be better than you. She's not here. So. But is she as funny as me? No, because being a woman means you're not as funny as a man. Am I right, guys? Just crickets. <laughs> I don't know if I'm looking to get yelled at on the internet this week. I mean, I've already stepped out of limb with the whole porch uh, thing earlier. I'm going to catch hell for that. And even though it was a movie quote. But, uh, yeah, I'm not willing to die twice in one episode. <laughs> All right, and uh, best I can give you is a women be shopping, baby. My family hates the fuck out of that. They do be shopping, though. Yeah, I know they be shopping. (laughs) (laughs) I used it the other day. I was at my buddy's house watching the Browns game, and uh, buddy was there with this woman that he's been wanting to date, and uh, I wasn't quite pleased with her presence. And somebody asked me a question about it, and rather than giving him a truthful answer, I just said, "Women be shopping, baby." Uh, I did it probably in an inopportune time. I'll admit, my uh, I have a twelve year old going on thirteen, and you know she's got the the teenager hormones are coming. Didn't wait till thirteen. That's not fucking fair. But anyway, uh, she's upset. She's upset with my wife, but she doesn't remember why. She just remembers that she's upset and she wants to be upset. And she asked me to leave her alone. I was sitting in the back seat between her and mother son, so I turned to my son and I. Uh, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you alone. Uh, I'll leave you alone, baby. I'm going to go t- talk to my son. Son, let me be shopping. Let me be shopping. <laughs> and then that just set her off. And my, my <laughs> wife asked me, what the hell was I thinking? I know why it's wrong, but it's damn funny. <laughs> it's damn funny, man. So I, I'm, 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 I, I get, I know, I know. It's this level of passive aggressive that like is covert, <laughs> but yet understood. Yeah. But like disrespectful but funny i love it it covers so many bases you did a lot in a real little i fuck with it <laughs> so uh, uh texas was a long time go well from there all right texas yeah um where do we go from texas oh we had it the dakotas had, the dakotas we had, we had yeah up, i know you did we hit, the yellow, we hit yellowstone 
Hold on. I have a Texas question before you continue. Oh, sure. Did you happen to go to a Chipotle while you were in Texas? I can't remember. I was only, I only wanted to know if you did because the Chipotle experience I had when we were in Texas was so memorable compared to the Chipotle experiences I have here in Cleveland that the Chipotle down there is one of the things I pine for in my life. Oh, tell us about it. So they really, they season it better, don't they? The food was seasoned better and the service was exceptional. It was like everything you'd ever want out of a casual dining experience. And I feel like it's just how it is down there. It, it makes like, I only went to one, but it was enough to leave a mark on my soul. Dallas? It was in Dallas. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, they call you Han and everything like that? They were just so friendly. Like they, they seem like like I mean it's hard to like be happy and I guess to be at work and at a fast food ish place, but like they were genuinely like excitable and pleasant to talk to and didn't seem pissed off. And granted, no one had smacked them and put a video of it on the internet, but <laughs> you know. Um, the food down there too was just better, like overall. Texas had some pretty good food, some pretty good Tex Mex. Yeah, I mean, you got to go to the source sometimes. It's like I want to try Philly in Philadelphia. I want to. Uh, I I had a Popeyes in Louisiana, and it was the best one yet. And I'm like, no more Popeyes. We're gonna end on a high note. Uh, but that's, let's let's be honest. I'm gonna end up at a Popeyes. I'll let eventually. you make your judgment on the Philly cheesesteaks for yourself. I had a couple. Passagino's is not what you want to do. They just aren't. Which one's the racist one? Uh, G- uh, Gino's. Gino's the white one across on the on the corner, right? Uh, I know I went to both of them. <laughs> I just don't remember the names. Pretty sure it's Gino's. And uh, I will double check. For I you. thought he's not racist anymore. He got rid of the English only sign. <laughs> that really, does that stop him from being racist? Really? That's how that works. <laughs> it's an effort. What? Let's see if I'm right. I'm right. Gino's. Wait a minute. Am I right? Wait a minute. Let me look at that one. Hold on. Let me look at Pets. That was it, Pat's. Pat's. Yeah, it's Pat's and Gino's across the street from each other. The beef. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah okay. across yeah, from each other. It is, it is definitely, it is de- like literally here. So like, uh, this is Gino's, and it's on one corner. If you were standing right here and just turned around, and in fact, I mean, literally, you can see the the Google map right there. I know one's flashy and one's no frills. We were looking this up yeah. the other day. Yeah. Like they they had a different feel about them. Like you're you're right in in that assessment. They both felt unfriendly. I, I enjoyed Pat's. We hung out at this basketball, watched kids play basketball that night. And there's a great cannoli spot on this side, on Gino's side, just down the street a little bit this way. Make uh, good. So if you want anything, if you ever get over that way, go get the cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> a few places in Texas I'd recommend. Some barbecue places. I don't remember the name. But I remember the Tex-Mex place. Chewy's was one of my favorites. Andy Cortez, who was on Kind of Funny, always talks about Chewy's. That it's like when it when it... C H U Y apostrophe S. And they're, uh, they got this uh, white sauce, or whatever, right? They're, they're, yes. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the place. Yeah, he always talks about when he's back home because he's from the Rio Grande Valley. So the RGV, as he, as he calls it, he says they, he, he, as he says, is the one thing he misses from home. Like Chewy's is that shit. That and uh, I guess there's some pizza down there. Uh, Peter Piper Pizza. Peter Piper's Pizza, I believe, or something like that. Anyway, those are the things he always talks about he misses from home. So I, I hear you, I see you, I respect it. Uh, so you, I knew, I remember y'all guys went to the Oklahoma Panhandle. Yeah, we just, uh, it was kind of overnight there, but like, there was some cool stuff though. Like, oh, I wish we had time to see this, but we yeah, were there. Y'all been making a point, and, I, and and this I know is definitely on your wife to kind of, to educate your children and, and y'all indeed to, to make it a point to stop at, at any and all little native of 
spots yes. and places and people and 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 reservations and so forth and so on to make a point to learn from these people who had their land stolen from them uh, by white men who didn't want to pay their taxes. Respect to the, 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 the inhabitants of Turtle Island. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, Seattle was uh, another memorable place. We had the, uh, the seafood there. You said you're talking about you told me you got you got to watch them actually throw the fish at the Pikes Market. Yes, we yeah. did little Pikes just to see them throw fish. Yeah, nice. Did you guys uh, catch the uh, the ferry out out to uh, you know some islands out there? No, we were going to. It was too cold and we weren't properly prepared. Fair. So we have to head back. We have to head back to Oregon and maybe hit Portland, hit Voodoo Donuts. Although, I mean, we have Jack Frost here. I don't know how they compare. Uh, there's voodoo in uh, LA now. Too. They have it in Orlando at Universal. Oh, they do. Yeah, I've had it there. So oh. you, voodoo, you can get them. You can get them a couple other places that don't have to worry about going to uh, visit races at Portland. Oh, okay, they're good, but like, I mean, donuts are donuts a lot, a lot, a lot of times. Like, some are different, but like, it's just donuts. I know you don't bang with Jack Frost because you. I think I think you. I love it. Jack Frost. What I, are you thought, I thought you said it was too sweet. No, I love Jack Frost. Oh, Jack Frost. I mean, I've been avo- actively avoiding it because I love it so much. I eat donut. I have eaten donuts at this point across this continent. I can I can say that clearly without no whatever. And Jack Frost is my favorite donut. Okay, by far. It's it's a it's a different style of donut though. Yeah, it's a cakey kind of donut with like a frosting top. Whereas yeah. like Voodoo does like all kinds of different things. Like Jack Frost knows their lane and they stay in it. I like cakey. I, I as 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 I do too. Uh, there's one here, Big Mouth Donuts up the way here. They make a fine donut. It's a high end donut. The guy is super sweet. We always have a good rapport and good conversation going when, when whenever I, I, I step in there. So it's always I always like I always like that he's just a, such a good business owner. But they're expensive and not always great. Some some of them are amazing though. So I gotta respect the ones that are amazing, but they're not always great. Jack Frost is the best donuts in this country. If you find a donut that you think is doing better in your travels, let me know. I will do that. I, I promise you, I, I I'm all about trying it. So, all right. So I know I'm being a little bit chaotic here because I your travels have been a bit chaotic. Yeah, and I have a, 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 a executive functioning disorder, so I don't know how to organize things in my mind. It's okay. So I've been kind of dragging you back. So you, you what you left behind was your time in uh, uh, Yellowstone and in South Dakota. It's weird to be in Yellowstone because you're on. A, top of an active volcano that's eventually going to destroy this country uh probably a good chunk of the planet a good chunk of the planet too. yeah that's a that's a big boy but also eh, we'll, we'll be dead <laughs> by the time it happens won't matter to us yeah <laughs> and uh uh where from there i can't i can't remember a lot of time in california yeah again like like florida california is a bunch massive. of ecosystems ecosystems of the world bunch of different ecosystems massive the one of the, the i believe fourth largest economy on the planet yes so it's kind of big <laughs> it is it's gonna we're worried about it's gonna fall into the ocean but uh that be if it wasn't so expensive and i wasn't worried about the ocean eating it again, i'd settle down there not not during your lifetime i know but the property to again i want to have nice resale value i want you to stop giving yourself new anxieties for no reason it's unnecessary god damn it i I want pittsburgh to win come on man (laughs) (laughs) so what what particular questions do you gentlemen have because i'm kind of like uh flailing like charlie 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 sheen here (laughs) but 
Oh, I will say this. I've tried several different state-themed burritos. Uh, California, New Mexico. What's New Mexico's uh, burrito doing? Potatoes, just like uh, just like uh, Arizona's like burrito. Sa- no, that's a San Diego burrito. No, no, no. No, San Diego has french fries. They have french fries. This has potatoes, like hash brown kind of uh, breakfast uh, hash brown potatoes that they serve at the, uh, at the uh, hotel. The cubes or the shaved? The cubes. Oh, man, I love those. Shaved would be a good... Colorado burrito. I didn't get it in Colorado, but I got a Colorado themed burrito. My favorite. Uh, is that the one that covered in red sauce? Uh, let's. I cut it. Why do I know this shit? I, I remember like on Man vs. Food when he went to Colorado and he had like um, the wet burrito, the burrito where like they uh, they smoke their chilies in the, the the grill out back or whatever. <sighs> I don't remember if it was covered in green sauce. But I remember the the chilies getting sweated out or whatever. Oh, it seems it means colored red. That's why it's got red sauce on it. <laughs> I knew that. Can you believe I knew that? It's wild, right? All right. A few places uh, I'd recommend uh, off the top of my head: Sedona, Arizona. Really beautiful. Kind of expensive, uh, but a lot of people fall in love with the place. I, we had a tour guide there that took us up the uh, the rocks, uh, one of these uh, Jeep tours, and he said he went to Sedona, Arizona on vacation, fell in love with the place, has been living there ever since. That was like 15 years ago. Did you hit uh, Red Rocks, Colorado? Yes, we did hit the Red Rocks. What would you think? I thought, that was, I thought it was lovely. I mean, I don't know if those people living there will get sick of seeing this this landscape but i was like every time i'm like man guys look at this isn't this great and the kids got eventually got bored of it so i'm like all right so maybe they would get bored of it and i would get bored of it but i i enjoyed it new mexico had a nice feel where like so much though that we we're like we we're we we're just loving the whole feeling of it and we're thinking about like oh let's look at a few properties while we're here very cool the redwoods my son fell in love with the redwoods of california and wants to go back so bad. He says he was so happy there. That's where they uh, filmed uh, a good chunk of a Jetta. Oh, I can that's, see that. That's uh, indoor. I can see that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I should have told the kids that. I mean, you know, right. <laughs> I clearly, as you can tell, am a bit of a social studies dork. That's why I know kind of all these weird facts that I can share with you as we talk about this. I don't know where I know this, this burrito knowledge. Can't tell you, buddy. But burrito I, knowledge. But I seem to have some of this burrito knowledge. <laughs> We spent the summer in Tucson, and let me tell you something about dry heat. It's still fucking hot and uncomfortable. How, so only the only time I got to do the dry heat is when I went to Vegas, and I I disagree with you. I, I actually did find it quite comfortable. It, it, it's a it's a heat that feels good on your joints, on your bones, but also I was only outside in Vegas, like walking about one day of of like my few days there, because like. The one, the first day, I think I just hung out in the lazy river at the, at the, at the, at the MGM. The one day we walked around and then the next day we drove all the way out to LA and kicked it out on the coast for a bit and then came back to Vegas because that's, you know, where we were hoteled at. Okay. So I kind of, we just, you know, vibed. So I didn't have, I didn't live amongst the heat. So I had a day of it and I was like, this ain't bad. You experienced the heat and it's like. In July. Oh yeah, August. So it was 115. Yeah, it was, record, like, it was record temperatures this summer too. Right? Yeah. So Phoenix was even worse. We didn't go up to Phoenix. Thank God. Wait, like, up would have been hotter. Well, I don't know if up was right. What? 
Well, no, I, I would. I, 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 that's that's wild to me if, if that's the case because it's like that's not how this is supposed Tucson to work. Tucson and Phoenix, where are they located to in proximity to each other? I am not a geography. I should know more about this shit. See, when I, I, I travel the country again, you've really handed the reins to the travel shit over to you your wife. Planning it. I'm, I'm, and we've really enjoyed it. No one's dissing you, man. I'm saying you've made it, you've handed it over to her because she that this is what she's good at. She is good at planning this shit and making sure you guys function and it she works well. She is indeed the the homemaker. And even if that home is on wheels, she is that. And so she plans this stuff out and she's good at it. And so you're free to you have this is why you have less executive decisions to make in that case. You know what I'm saying? You just have to be like, point me in the right direction, boo. And, and we, we talk about where we're going to go next. For sure. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, is it you talking about it or it's like, we're going here next and, you just, and this is what we're going to do? No, a few times we've realized, like, well, where are we going to go next? And I've said, like, I think we should go in this direction. Okay. And I should, Or I think we should stay around the West because we might head to California and hit some of the things we didn't hit the first time around. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, you know, those plans got scrapped when we came back. Here to Cleveland, it really throws a wrench into it when y'all plot when you plot so precise when you have yes. to plan so precisely. When this all of a sudden this wrench gets thrown into it, it's not. I don't want to call want to call it a wrench because that's no, not what this is. But it it is a bit of a, a sticky wicket, I guess, if you will. Take it to England, and that kind of you know sucks. But like I said, I'm, I got to see you, so I'm I'm just gonna take advantage of the good times. I get that oh, tip from my homeboy. See you guys too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was gonna ask you because uh, you asked about questions, and then you went rolling more. Sorry, <laughs> I like I said, my brain. Uh, it's my brain's more uh, uh, far adrift, as as Thor would say, than uh, usual. It's okay. I'm going to slow your roll right quick. Tell me about living in this small space. Small space to us who are who are used to living in lar- larger homes. A space that you've pretty much gotten to know. I know intimately well over these last couple of years. What about it? Do you like? This I dig this, and what about you're like I can't wait to leave this behind. Uh, less to take care of, less to clean. Uh, I mean, I, I love my kids, so I like being close to them, and and then hanging out and like snuggling them and every all that stuff. Fucking can be hard sometimes, <laughs> but like we make it work. Fair, and uh, a, a bit more like you know <laughs> making meals. <laughs> Making meals is hard. My wife Let's mixed be honest, that. The general populace wanted to know what he. They what, wanted to know. Yeah. I mean, these four kids came about. We didn't. We didn't stop wanting to fornicate all over that trailer. <laughs> I was trying to find a nice way to say it, but we didn't want to stop fornicating just because we had four kids. I don't think it's fornicating when you're married. It's not. I yeah. I think fornication is uh, is uh, when you're not married. Let's find out. All right. Yeah, let me know. Do me the do me the definition of that. Uh, I meant more shower, toilet, living room. Oh, we got two bathrooms, which is nice. Oh, holy shit! T, you are a genius. Wow. Fornication, sexual intercourse between people not married to each other. Oh, that's why it's so much more fun. I feel real good, man. I feel like today, man, I kind of been on fire. Colorado Marino was one. I'm like, come on, for real. But I mean, fornicating—that's some fire shit to be knowing, right? I always right. thought fornicating was just a fancy way of saying fucking. I didn't know there was <laughs> strings attached to it. Yeah, really. I didn't know it had such a specific. So they do they have a fancy word for fucking when you're married? Consummating. Consummating that first time. Oh, after marriage. 
think it's just I think it's just a. Uh, 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 laying together uh, as man and wife, I believe is what they. <laughs> well, it is hard to lay together as man and wife when you got four kids in a small space. Is your youngest finally out of y'all situation? Like goes and lays in her proper bed? Uh, no. That that is far too old for that, my guy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too concerned about it. Uh, kids develop at their own rate. Fair. I mean. Uh, on this page, you'll find 16 synonyms, anonyms, and words related to marital relations, such as carnal knowledge, cohabitation, coitus, copulation, intercourse, and intimacy. Which one do you want of those? Uh, I like the way coitus sounds. I really like coitus. Uh, toilet situation. You said you got two of them, but uh, so otherwise, you, you're, you guys are pretty comfortable with that. You use yeah. the, you have to use the RV toilet paper. How is that on your bum? Uh, actually, we use regular toilet paper. Okay. And that just dissolves. We got a, a, a dissolvent for it. It's fine. Very good. And uh, it's, so nothing too rough on the bum. And we got wipes too. Good, good. Wipes go in the garbage, unfortunately. And I'd taken out the garbage often. You're weird about poop. How do you feel about that? Taking out the garbage? No, just the wipes in I've the gotten, trash. I've grown as a person and I've gotten uh, more used to, uh, it's just a fact of life. I wash my hands like crazy person still, like, but uh, that's just what that's what what I what I do. Yeah, but big step. Don't ever don't 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 ever don't ever not give yourself credit when you make strides like that. Yeah, because you was weird about poop, my nigga, because you were clearly potty trained far too early. It's a Freudian thing. Oh, I don't know how old I was. <laughs> I can't remember. People who have uh, uh what do they call it? Uh, they're anal re- anal retentive. It's because they were potty trained too early, is what the Freud would say. Huh. I don't know if that's actual factuals. I don't know if he was right, because just because Freud said it don't mean it was cool. But that's how that supposedly uh, goes down. If you're a bit of retentive, it's because you were potty trained too early, is what the, some scientists would that far along. Well, well, yeah, you know, hey, it's okay. Uh, general, like I said, living in a trailer, uh, not trailer, forgive me, in an RV, how is like things like power consumption and so forth on? Is sometimes you're like, hey man, you gotta not have all these things on at once because you draining batteries or whatever, whatever. Or is it like y'all shit working away? You're like, oh, this shit, it's doing to do. I wish we'd, I wish we'd eat it more often. And my wife uh, was able to partake in the cooking that she loves so much. She loves to cook. Yeah, she loves preparing food for her family. Yeah, and it's hard with a small. Small smallish kitchen, kitchen yeah and a small space so that's very frustrating for her and i feel her frustration and uh plus i don't like spending tons of money on eating out like, eating out's getting expensive and i never wonder what the fucking tip and all that shit so eating in general is getting expensive yeah, yeah that's true too yeah. it's weird uh what well, something recently we discovered is it seems oftentimes that it's like cheaper to go to like olive garden than it is to go to mcdonald's oh we found that out a few times like sometimes like we've spent less eating in a restaurant that we really enjoyed and eating mcdonald's crap but it's like sometimes the kids aren't here for it and uh, we can't take them into a restaurant yeah yeah uh, alas such is life plus like yeah seating for six is always gonna be a challenge oh yeah and always always gonna be that's one of the situations where like gratuity is included motherfucker so and i have a little bits if they're nice of too. course of course because I'm, I'm a good guy we just talked about that last week on this very show trying to be better about not uh, not us because we're good at it but being good tippers and making and trying to be good to people in general so i hear you on that man any other questions to bring my focus on this on this trip you've had you had to have a spot you was like this is my shit what 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 which which of the stops you've been you've been to like because like i said this thing these are places you want to see kind of your whole life right yeah 
And so is there, have you gotten to a place in like this lived up to everything I always dreamt it would be. And I'm, I'm so happy I got a chance to kick it here. Strangely enough, I thought I would be disappointed in the Kennedy assassination spot. Yeah. Because it's just a spot on the street. Just looking at X and like, oh, he's shot there. Okay. I went there too. I liked it for some reason. Am I weird? Uh, what would you like about it? I just thought it was cool. Like, oh, that's a world leader was assassinated there. And uh, I was with my dad at the time. And he looked up in the window and he says, oh, I could have made that shot, too. It's 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 a lot smaller than you think it is. The whole yeah. area. I think it's, it's like a tiny triangle. Just like and then they have all these like office buildings around it and stuff. And there's like a library across the street. So so when people are like, he couldn't have done that. There's no way he could. Your pop's saying he can make that shot. Yeah, he can make that shot. So, I mean, I don't know if there's a conspiracy or what, but like, it probably is Oswald. Stephen King proved that with his book. I'm just kidding. I don't know if he did or not. <laughs> did you walk around in that general area down there? Like at all, like near the convention center or anything like that? Oh, not really, because the kids were done at that point. Oh, we went to Legoland earlier today. So let's say in life, and you had a very long while before this happens, kids are off living their own life, college or married or whatever. Places like to go back to? That you'd like to go back to as just, you know, some you time there. Vegas. I think I'd have a real good time without kids in Vegas. Yeah, it's super family oriented at this point, so you can kind of make some family fun yeah, there. Yeah, but there's but some things they're like, oh, I don't want to do this, or I'm tired of walking around, or let's go to this candy shop that's like, yeah, I like to like uh, get high or get drunk and uh, walk around. Yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, about man. I hadn't walked around high ever. I've always been a person who's like, just we're here, we're getting stoned right here, and I've never been drunk, so I don't know what to do with that either. I don't know if I, I don't know if either of those situations would be good. So maybe <laughs> I've been in more. Been, I've been, been in more dangerous situations drunk than than, yeah, than just walking around you, Vegas. You've been drunk in a boot, so I mean, you know how that works. I, I have to take your word for it. Oh well, I, oh, I already told the story in the podcast about uh, Dude Fest, so I'm not going to bore people with that again. But that was—I should have known better. In retrospect, I and again, there's always a new list every week. Uh, Dude Fest was a celebration of the Big Lebowski that he went to out in was that Washington? That was Washington. Yeah. yeah okay. And uh, my man—that was one of my first. My man's first, not first, but it was like. You know, they're out on the road living, you know, L-I-V-I-N. And he had some him time. You know what I'm saying? Went to go check out Dude Fest. He was hanging out with people dressed, cosplaying Lebowski style. Meeting people who plied him with drinks. Because that's a, because it's that that kind of event. And I didn't want the the good times to end, so I went to a bar bar afterwards. Just hung out by myself. And then ended up not hanging out by myself. I hung out with a bunch of strangers wanted me to sing karaoke with them. Yeah. That's fucking kick ass. I like I like that I like that story and I like that you uh, were were a t- are the type to have done something. That's that's fly. Uh, you saying your your you said your wife or not is not big into the you know the city areas and she, and she likes the uh, and I do too. She she hates cities. All right, she just hates cities. She's I think she's getting to a point where she doesn't want to be around people. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of people through the pandemic. But also, I would think maybe just some RV living in, in which are, are like are are more confined spaces, not confined per se. They're, more, they're actually more wide open, but it's like there's less people around. Probably leads to a, a bit of agoraphobia. But 
we have great cities in this country. Yes. And so I really hope you get, you, you guys get a chance to visit some of the great cities of this country because they are great and they're great for a reason. And it's just like, again, kids are getting older. At some point, they're going to be like, bro, I ain't trying to go. I'm, I'm going I'm to sit right here. <laughs> you'd be like, fine. And uh, you'll have to allow for that. So like, it'd be nice if you got to... I don't know. Visit, visit, if you were interested in visiting the city, you know what I'm saying, and getting some time and something. Take the kids to New York and to Chicago. Fuck yeah, Chicago's so good. It it's just a, I fuck with it so hard. Uh, it it's we we had such good food there this last time we went, and I just enjoy it. And I and I just finished the Bear, two seasons of the Bear, great show. If you got who access to Hulu, you should watch the Bear. My wife's been watching the Bear. I didn't watch it with her. So fucking good. Well, no, it, I gotta get her is, to watch it, it with you. Quite, 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 literally up there with one of my favorite shows ever. Not saying it's my favorite show ever. That that, that currently just seems to be a, a Ted Lasso championship is the bird, but it's up there. Really great show. Yeah. Do you have Chicago Deep Dish? Yes, I've had Chicago Deep Dish almost every time I've gone to Chicago. This last time we went to Pequots because it's the spot people say to actually go get Chicago Deep Dish from, as opposed to uh, Lumonati's or uh, or. Uh, What's that one? The one starts with a G? Giordano's? Giordano's. Giordano's. Or Giordano's, as some people pronounce it. Uh, Pequot's is the one you want to go to. And then, of course, I'm watching The Bear. And in one episode, they go to the Pequot's to get deep dish pizza. It's the Pequot's we went to. Oh, nice. I'm like, I was so like, I was so hyped when I saw it. I was like, yo, we went to that. And I hit up Chalfie because that's where we met Chalfie at. And he's like, I know. I told my wife this shit and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, it was really dope. <laughs> It is cool seeing on TV some places you've been. You've been, yeah. Especially, yeah, like, so like oh, I've been there. So like when I watch uh, Winter Soldier, it's like it's just here. You I know, know that's that's what's what's why it's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. So I, I draw from that, and so Chicago Deep Dish in Chicago, fresh. It's yes. Okay, because I I saw John Stewart's rant about uh, saying. He's saying, like, look, Chicago deep dish is not only not better than New York pizza. It's not fucking pizza. It's casserole. Uh, who fucking cares? It's better than it New York It was a joke. Yeah, I get it. It's a joke. It's better than New York pizza. And I've had New York pizza in New York, and it's a fine slice. It's, we got New York pizza spot, spot here over in Lorraine now. So if you want to go get a slice, we got one here local. It's fine. It's good because pizza is just good. You know what I'm saying? Pizza is going to always be good. And so it's in that it's in that vein. Yeah, it's doing the damn thing. Deep dish is great. Detroit style is perfect. It is the king of pizza, in my opinion, at this oh, point. Oh wow. I don't know you I know some people, fear, folks. I know some people don't fuck with buddies. I've learned that recently. People are like, I like jets. I don't. Buddies is the king. They make amazing product. Just is. Now we've had it several times after you and I we us three, us four had it, and it's even better. Cause we actually we had it. Uh, we sat in buddies now and ate it fresh like twice, right? Yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah. I've had it three times now. Yeah. Wow. So we sat in buddies and have eaten it and four. I mean, if you count the trip, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We still like to hit the East Coast too. No doubt. It's, and and I like I I know you've been to Maine. Yeah. But going to Maine with like your family in Vermont, and New Hampshire, and shit like that. There and uh, Boston is an amazing town, bro. It really is. I know cities, but I'm just telling you right now, an amazing place. I really have a lot of respect for it. It is, uh, it's expensive to live in, but like visiting, price is about normal. Price is about like Cleveland. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nothing too bad. I never, tons of 7-Elevens. I know that seems weird, but they got, they got good food in 7-Eleven. I want you to know that. I'm not joking. 
They make real good food because they're they it's so many of them. They they make all this shit like fresh. It comes in almost daily. It's good food at a great price. I know people are like, how dare you say to eat at 7-Eleven? I tell you to eat at 7-Eleven. If you have 7-Elevens, like a lot of 7-Elevens, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 always dope to have that. Uh, the Boston baked beans better in Boston. I I didn't have Boston baked beans. I have had Boston cream pie at the place where that where it was created, and uh, overrated. <laughs> Boston really? cream pie, no bueno. It's not my favorite donut. No, well, no, this it's it's not a donut. It's actually well, a, I know, yeah, I know. It's not my favorite donut though. Yeah, I don't like Boston. I don't like that type of uh, custard donut. I like uh, a cream filled donut. I don't like a custard filled. I donut. do like a cream filled donut. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not a jelly donut guy either. Um. Turns on the jelly. New York was amazing. It was to have done that with my kid, and I've been to New York before, but to actually have gone with my kid and my big sister was an experience. And I'm telling you right now, going to Statue of Liberty was challenging with three people. I can't imagine with six. And they won't give a shit. Yeah, my Four kid. People won't my give kid a shit. did not give a fuck and was like, can we go back now? <laughs> What's the Statue of Liberty? Bro, it... It was in the Ghostbusters, too. It's the background on my phone. I took that picture at the Statue of Liberty. I love it. Did we... Did, we, did I already talk on the show about Mount um, Rushmore? I think... No. I mean, maybe. Who fucking cares? Talk about it again. I got a Nick feeling from it. Or cringe. Whatever yeah. the kids are saying nowadays. Because because it, it was, again, native land that they just... Said it's mine now, and I'm gonna carve some white men into it. One of them who hated the fuck out of uh, Native Americans. Yeah, N- indigenous people. I don't know what the proper term is. Uh, I'm sorry. I, 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 look, we are trying our best. If if you have a other with the, if you know for sure that we should be referring to uh, the people who lived here before we lived here as indigenous and or native and or whatever, let us know, and that's what we will abide by. No okay. big deal. We keep moving, but we're trying our best. We always gonna respect us for trying our best. Okay, that's just what it is. Yeah, so I can understand why that why that would make you feel kind of gross. Uh, again, I told you I was talking to my my uh, my 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 uh, 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 uh godmother, and they were talking about how they traveled across the country, and they said, "Yeah, we went to Mount Rushmore, saw it, and left." I was like, "Oh, okay." So I don't think it does a lot. I think you have to be a certain type of person, real rah rah patriotic, to be like thinking this. Is the art of? I don't recommend it. Yeah, agree. I don't. I didn't want to see it anyway, and I probably would never travel to travel to the Dakotas, as uh, I believe one of those Dakotas governor is definitely has definitely been cheating on her husband. And I know cheating on her husband shouldn't be a matter, but these are people who claim to be such you know faithful churchy people, and they always end up uh, being either uh, adulterers and or just gay and don't want to cop to it. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with being or gay, gay adulterers, but. Gay, yeah, also gay adulterers. It's nothing wrong with being gay. It's just you be trying to make gay people's lives miserable when you yourself are gay. That's where it becomes an issue with people. Feel me? Anyway, sorry. I'm always going to preach no a little special bit. food in South Dakota. They'd have nothing interesting unless you're like the South Dakota. Burrito. Oh, what? The, what am I thinking? <laughs> I forgot about the the uh, at this one place we had this pizza called rattlesnake pizza. And it did not have rattlesnake on it. Don't worry. We like need. a pepper situation? It was like um, pepper and jelly and everything. It was one of the best pizzas I've ever had. Well, I hope this was entertaining for you folks because that's, uh, uh, I mean. Uh, it's a little it's a little all over the place, but that's what, I'm dead serious when I tell you that's kind of his travels. He they, they are not haphazard, but they take loops in ways that you're like, I would do this. 
And you think you'd do that until you find out that living in an RV requires you to have a place to have to have to have a place where you can put that RV and that shit doesn't work like you think it will. I can just park it anywhere, right? No, you cannot. No, no, it's not so easy. We found that out when coming back, coming back to Cleveland with all the parks closed uh, in October and November. So it just it just makes for it's a, it's more challenging than than you think because my man's telling me this and I'm just thinking didn't you just coming straight here and he's like no I have to stop and put this place away sometimes I'm like oh that yeah. makes perfect sense now and once I figured that out I was I was more I was not that I was less understanding but I was more understanding because I had a better grasp of what what the problem was I'm saying it can't be a straight shot because you have to stop sometimes and rest and to stop and rest means you have to find a place where you can camp park the camper. And it's just not as easy as I'm going to go hang out here in this uh, field. Also overrated, California women. They're not like, I mean, we have pretty women all over the country. I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Dead serious. Charles Gambito is not wrong. A New York nines and everywhere else six time wise. The opposite goes for chicks. It is so many hot women in New York that I can understand where you have to start judging on a different metric. All right, I didn't see that in California. I thought Katy Perry told me California girls or something like that. I don't I don't remember the song. It's it was wild how pretty they were. It was in California wild. or in New no, York? No, New York, New York. California I I I was in California. I did not find any any the women in California any any more particularly attractive than not. But New York, I was really kind of taken aback by it. Okay. It was like Honestly, and Is also my marriage in danger. Also, because they're from like literally all over the goddamn planet, because New York is that type of city. Mm-hmm. It's like you get a dose of everything and everyone, and you're like, "Holy smokes, this is crazy!" We have uh, breaking news. Go all on, right. breaking news. Somebody dead. No one's dead. Okay, thank Someone you. Someone just got convicted, facing up to 110 years in prison. Goddamn. The guy who owned the, or created that FTX company. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the yeah. the the, uh, the, uh, the crypto NPR. Oh yeah, I was going to say NFT, but crypto guy. Yeah, yeah. Sam Bank for Bankman Freed. Uh, I'm the sorry. jury found him guilty on all charges. They how did, many? How many years? Hundred and ten. That they let you know it's we do guilty on all charges in his federal fraud and conspiracy trial. They let you know don't fuck with money in a capitalist society. Yes, that's weird, right? You shouldn't be getting that much time for stealing dough, right? I shouldn't mean, depends on who you stole it from. And how much of it you stole and how many people you stole it from. That's wild. Well, is it going to be consecutive or is it... Well, 106 years. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the longest time. <laughs> Could you imagine being told you're going to be in jail for... Well, literally, it's impossible. Basically, you're being told you'll be in jail till the day you die. No, thank you. Also, I just, I just don't... I don't... We have such a punitive system in this country. It's it's why I do. I look, I, I understand that sometimes motherfuckers deserve to go to jail, but sometimes it's like, bro, that ain't gonna make people's money come back. You've not, you're not gonna fix anything with this. They'll get pennies and the dollars. Not 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 even that. Because if he's in jail, he can't work. I mean, I guess he worked for prison wages, which is basically slave wages. So anyway, well, they could seize his assets and uh, distribute but, some I, of the money. And they certainly probably have. And and we'll and we'll do what they can with that, but I mean, you know, every, that is literally like you just said, pennies on a dollar at that point. So it's kind of okay, I guess. People feel it's better. Thing, things like this that always make me wonder: whatever happened to that Wu Tang album? The government had it, and they sold it. Oh, they did. They yeah, sold it. Yeah, the government got it when, when from him is it's one of his. I mean, assets. I knew that I knew they seized it. Yeah, and they I didn't so, know what happened after they seized it. They sold it, and I can't remember who they sold it to. But somebody actually, yeah, somebody they sold it to somebody. Well, let's look it oh, up. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. 
Whereas, I can't. whereas Martin Shkreli's uh, Wu-Tang I Witch, you know, the Wu-Tang totally like is like, nah, fuck that. This is actually a Civil Rings, which is the guy who produced the album. They didn't fuck with him album. And they was never told it was going to be in this box and so on and so forth and so on. They, they thought they was just doing the, basically they thought they was doing the, the Rizzo favor. Their documentary, which is on Showtime, so if you have access to it via Paramount or whatever, is such a good watch. Uh, of my of Mike's and men, the Wu Tang uh, Wu Tang uh, clan story. It's amazing, and uh, they that them as a group was like fuck that out. <laughs> so I guess it might be worth something, but it ain't worth nothing to them. So, so that's that's what they feel about it. So I'm not missing anything. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Oh, man, that's such a good documentary. And again, like I said, just drop a new song, Claudine. Go listen to it. Woo, woo. Box man. Uh, Gabriel, thank you so very much for for being here and kicking with us. You're welcome. Sharing, I, like I said, I hope you enjoyed it. That was that was kind of haphazard, but like like I said, I I got a lot going on. Patrons, we recorded a we tried earlier tonight that I'm going to get to you hopefully uh, this weekend, and uh, so you'll have you'll you will have heard uh, Gabriel talking about uh, uh, some things that we tried, and uh, then you'll have a letter, another heaping helping of him in the regular show in the main feed here, and I think that's pretty dope, but. I hand the reins over to my man Box for a little bit of story time with Lunchbox. Box man, if you got anything for the people, what's been going down? We can give him a dash. It's getting a little later. A little sprinkle. Uh, uh, so I know we talked about on the show um, passing out Halloween candy. Yeah. And what, what did you decide? What do you mean? Because you were you were like you know, we were saying go for big. Well, I was saying go for the full size. Oh man! And you was like I ain't got full size. We, we money. got the mini, <laughs> the bite size. <laughs> The, the, the Sam's Club, size? the Sam's Club variety bag. Yeah, I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, yeah, I don't have to give them shit. So take what you can get in this society, man. Candy ain't ain't free. Put you in jail for 106 years, little bitches. Yeah, <laughs> pennies. <laughs> man, I mean, I used to love when the, the houses would give pennies back in the day, because I didn't have a cash flow back then. Uh-huh. That was that was free money, man. I was appreciative of everything. Baby, I you got. a special ass child. I love you for it, man. <laughs> All right. Go get you, didn't, you didn't like going up to the house and getting a handful of pennies? It was never a handful. It was just like a little sprinkling. It was disrespectful. To pour out your jar, to pour out your bag of candy and like it's like, oh look, it's three pennies and I think is that a nickel? Is that a nickel? That's a Canadian nickel. That's worth less than them three pennies. <laughs> man, I'm sorry that they were shortchanging you up. Yeah, quite but, uh, quite literally. Yeah. Well, no, uh, yeah, I took the cauldron that Anthony gave and uh, filled it with uh, the Sam's Club variety bag. And uh, I, I bought uh, Reese cup ones, like the ones that shipped like the pumpkins. And then I got like the bag that had um, Twix, Milky Way, Three Musketeers, and Snickers. So you're still giving away quality products. Yeah, I wasn't giving away no bootleg shit. Yeah, yeah, your dope was still uncut. I fuck with it. Yeah, like... Uh, <laughs> 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 um. Well, by many, I mean the ones that came because I still have half a, well, less now because some of it's gotten eaten, but I had like half a cauldron of candy left. Um, I was expecting more kids, but it was also, it was a cold night, um, you know, a school night, like Halloween fell on a Tuesday this year. And so I didn't get as many kids as, uh, as I thought I would. <laughs> this year, Halloween fell on a Tuesday. Just don't really have that panache, does it? Like like for the kids? Yeah, Ghetto Boys. This year, Halloween fell on a oh. weekend. Me and Ghetto Boys went trick-or-treating. You see, it fell on a Tuesday. Just doesn't have the ring. <laughs> yeah, like the city I live in isn't one, like one of the cities that does the trick-or-treating on the weekend beforehand like other places do. Yeah. So we had some kids come out. Um, 
Now, my youngest brother wanted to come over and pass out Halloween candy. So uh, a couple days prior, uh, he called me and asked if I'd be able to drive him home if his dad dropped him off at my house. And so I was like, God damn it. I don't want to drive late at night back back to mom's house to drop you off, but whatever, fine. So he got dropped off, and then uh, I made him give the candy to the kids when they came to the door. Respect. And I just watched Ghostbusters. <laughs> First one? Uh, one and two. Very good. Uh, one while we were uh, passing out candy, and then like a little bit of two before I had to dra- take him home. Um, but yeah, so we passed out the candy and then when it was time to take him home i hadn't had dinner yet and i asked him i'm like did you eat dinner before they drop you off he and he's like no i'm like do you have dinner waiting on you at home when you get there he goes probably not and i was like god damn it i'm like i'll feed you and then like (laughs) yeah i mean i wanted to get food too like i had food in the fridge i could have warmed up but i didn't want to warm it up and then not give him any and not feed your bro i get it so i was like all right yeah i'm like i'll feed you he goes you can just give me sheets i'm like no we're gonna get taco bell so and then like uh my buddy's like i want i want taco bell (laughs) and so he like kind of invited himself to like come along for the ride (laughs) but i also did something so my brother was talking about how He's got his learner's permit and my parents won't like really let him drive to learn and this, that, and the other. And so I was like, all right, fine. Fuck it. It's Tuesday. It's late at night. There's not going to be a lot of people on the road. I let him drive the car to Taco Bell and then back to my mom's house. Okay. With me in the passenger seat. One of the most nerve wracking experiences of my life. What about things? What what about his driving style? Does not do a good job of checking the mirrors before he tries to merge lanes. Yes, it is a lesson that you will have to repeat over and over and over, and then they'll be pissed at you for repeating it. But they won't fucking do it yeah. until they do it. I, I like we were approaching the Taco Bell, and I'm like, all right, you're gonna have to get over in the left lane so that we can make the left into the Taco Bell. And before I can even give him the further instructions, he's already trying to merge while there's a car. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hold on, man. We gotta, we gotta wait. We gotta assess. We gotta check these mirrors. We gotta check the blind spots. We gotta look in the rear view, see if anyone's behind you. I'm like, we, there's things we gotta do before we make this move. And then I noticed too, he had to have been a little nervous because he was doing five under the limit no matter where we were. Even though he was like trying to brag to me before I let him drive, oh, I drove on the freeway doing 65 and this, then the other. And I'm like cool that don't mean shit to me <laughs> always go big for their britches those the new drivers yeah and you know how like they, they i didn't really ever do 10 and 2 but that's what they always say 10 and 2 yeah he does 3 and 9 he is literally holding that bitch at 3 and 9 and i'm just like <laughs> don't do that i'm like maybe change the hand stands a little, they're a little bit pimping but uh i also notice he is really bad at uh making turns at like intersections uh too wide or too uh doesn't pull up to like get into the turn like he just sits back and then uh begins the process eh? like doesn't know when to go he's too nervous also a couple times made turns from lanes that weren't turn lanes so thankfully there are no police around because i did go through newburgh um but yeah like i i had to make the right from uh brook park to snow yeah 
I mean, uh, Brook Park to Pearl. Yeah. And uh, he definitely made the left from the middle lane rather than the turn lane. <laughs> so uh. thankfully there wasn't a car next to us when that happened. But um, yeah, I mean, like, thankfully, like I said, there wasn't a lot of traffic that night. Yeah. But yeah, to say that I wasn't like nervous sitting in the passenger seat of my own car, praying that this child did not wreck it. Like that, you know, I was like, I was hopeful, but I was scared at the same time. I'm thankful that he took it slow. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like some kids in that situation would have hit the gas pedal, but he was consistently trying to go under the middle. At one point, I, he was going so slow. I was like, you know, we can do 25. It's okay. Because I felt like some people behind us were starting to get a little irritated. Yeah. And uh, I also kind of wanted to get it over with a little bit <laughs> faster than, than it was going. Um, But I felt like... I did a good thing for somebody, but uh, I was also scared, you know? I, I feel, this is not me dissing your mom and stepdad, but it, it kind of is going to come off that way. I feel like he needs his big brother in his life more than he's getting, because they're just, they're, they're always busy they're old, and working. And they're, and they're, and they're crotchety. And yeah. My mom's afraid of everything, and my stepdad's grumpy. I chuck about that because I remember you telling me how 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 kind of shook your grandma was of driving, and you had to, how you had to kind of cheer her on to be you can make that turn and go that way, and it's a shorter way to get here. Mm-hmm. And you finally had to get across. And her and, and of course her daughter has a little bit of that same fear yeah, in my her. My mom like won't drive a car anymore. Oh wow! She got into like a little bit of a fender bender, and now she won't drive. Oh wow. And she wouldn't go on the freeway at all before that. She wouldn't drive on the freeway at all before that. Stop giving yourselves anxieties that y'all didn't need to volunteer for. Poor woman. It's that, it, 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 it's. I will talk bad about your stepdad in this regard. He's not doing nothing to help this poor woman out, to give her any kind of pep talk to help guide her. I mean, I don't know if he has the qualifications for that. He can be a good husband. He drives her. He's doing something. Oh, wow. But, I, but also, I ain't there. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I've been home once in the last two years. Like, I don't, like, other than I've been in the driveway a couple times. But, like, it's not like I see them day to day. I I go sometimes weeks without talking to them. I don't know what the fuck they're going on. Like, as far, like, I know that I've heard from him that he get, he's tired of driving her everywhere. Yeah. But I, like, that's all I really know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, all, however, I get my mom ha, has gotten on anxiety medication, so now she can sit in the front seat on the freeway. Big steps, big steps yeah. for the little stepper. See, that's all I'm talking about. So I, that 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 is a, I, I like she recognized that in herself and did something about it. So that's dope. But yeah, your little brother gonna need you because who he gonna lean on besides you? Yeah, he texted me today. He's like, hey. Uh, can I hang out at your house tomorrow for a little bit before, uh, while I wait on my buddy to come get me? Because it's closer, uh, your house is closer to his place than uh, mom's house. I was like, look, Pimpin, I got to leave tomorrow by like 530. Yeah. He goes, oh, he says he can come get me by 530. I'm like, all right. Otherwise, it's going to be uh, either you're waiting on the porch or you better make sure you lock this <laughs> fucking door behind you. Old school. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. I like that you have a bit of an overlay. I like, in general, this year. Has been you doing a lot of let's let's get let me get right with my family. Not that you're wrong with your family, but let me get right right with my family. And I like that he's included in that. I mean, technically, he is my family. Yes, <laughs> and I like that he's he's included in the get right part of the portion of the program. That's what I mean by that. When I look at him, I still see the little baby that w- when he would cry would stop crying. What I put on Soldier Boy's crank that. 
<laughs> so it's hard to, for me to like accept the fact that he's like 16 uh 15 or 16 one of them too i know he's 16 he's the same age as my kid oh so well, there you go yeah but yeah it's hard to like Except that now he's like a 16-year-old kid walking around talking to me about like pussy jokes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> pussy jokes plural? Yeah. Yeah. There's like uh, he really enjoys that video where the guy uh, mispronounces the name of Bucky's the gas station and calls it Bussies. Bussies, Bussies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so anytime that there was like a sexual joke brought up, he goes, Oh, bussies? Bussies? <laughs> like, yes, bussies. I'm aware of the video. You've sent it to me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just texts me random shit sometimes. Like, he sent me a picture the other day of him holding a cat. And I'm like, All right, cool. What the fuck <laughs> you want me to do with this? Thank you for that addition to the <laughs> library. Meow, meow, my guy. That it, like, he was like offended that I didn't text him back when we were talking about it. I was like, One. You texted me while I was doing something, so I moved the notification, then I forgot you sent it to me. I saw it again six hours later. At that point, I felt like I didn't know what to say, and in tough time gone, where like I felt like it was okay if I didn't reply. <laughs> he wanted you to say nice pussy. I just... He might have, actually. <laughs> but I'm just like... He just sends me random shit sometimes. Like He sent me a video of him talking to his teacher about Sheets gas station food, and I'm like, cool. Uh, good job. Like, uh, I'm not in on the joke, buddy. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck you want from me. Uh, women be shopping. Yeah, That's always the reply. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, and Dylan. I even fucking bribe him because uh, you know there's been this Pokemon Go event going on that you know your lady I had to have open that gift from three years ago. Uh, I was like two or three days away from being best friends with him on the game, which would have got me all this XP. I had to fucking barter a deal with him. Where if he agreed to go on every day and open the gifts for the couple days I needed, that I would go to his Instagram account and like his like four posts that he's had for over the last like two years. But I took it a step further and I started flirting with him under one of the posts just to make it uncomfortable for his friends that would see the the comments. (laughs) So I'm either going to go to jail or I'm going to get what I wanted, which is him uncomfortable. Hmm. He was a good sport about it, though, surprisingly. I feel like a lot of kids would have been, at least in our generation, would have uh, not taken too kindly to the the ribbing, but he takes it in stride. I'm I'm proud of him for that. The new generation's, like, uh, more progressive, I guess? I don't know. He he told me uh, the other day what he wanted to go to college for, like, what he wants to do is, like, a career. I was shocked as fuck. He wants to be an NFL sideline photographer. Oh. And I was like, that is very specific. And how the fuck did you come to that conclusion? Because I have never heard you talk about football a day in your life. Granted, I'm not there every day and I don't talk to him all the time. But yeah, apparently he fucking digs sports and wants to be a football photographer. I love, I love it. I love the idea of it. When do you go to school for, for, for yeah, I mean, you probably got to go to a good school for good learning photography, but there's probably somebody, a good school for that particular style I of asked, photography. because he went and toured CSU and I was like, do they have a good photography program? Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, there you go, people. That is, a, like I said, I'm not doing shit this week. I ain't telling you no stories. I ain't got no stories to tell you. So we just going to keep him moving, which means we headed on to the mean streets of Reddit and we're going to visit the subreddit. Am I the asshole? We're going to look over these things. We're going to find out if these people are assholes and or not. 
and we move in kind. Spoiler, they're all assholes. Here are your options for the weekend. You tell me which one goes first. Would I be the asshole if I hire a nanny to help with the children after my wife after my wife got a new job? Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for kicking out my girlfriend and her son after she invited her ex into our home? Am mm-hmm. I the asshole told my friend she is not a person of color? <laughs> okay. Which one you want first of those? Mm. The third one seems the most interesting. Let's go with that one first. It just seems like too scrumptious, and I hope it's good. Remember, I don't read these before I get them. I just get the. I, I'm this is literally judging books by the cover, people. Uh, it's from a uh, distinguished underscore lime is the username. <laughs> Am I the asshole? Told my friend she's not a person of color. Okay, so I male twenty one told my friend she is not a person of color. She was born in the USA, so were her parents, and her grandparents were born in Switzerland. Her father lived in Bolivia from ages 15 to 32. He speaks Spanish. His family moved there briefly for work and then back to the USA. (laughs) My friend claims she's a person of color. She's white and American. Her parents are white and American. Her parents and entire lineage goes back to Switzerland. But she claims to be Latina because her dad's growing up in Bolivia. She even joined a Latina sorority. She can't speak Spanish. She says she's Latina all the time and a woman of color. She got upset when I said she wasn't Latina. Am I the asshole? No, it doesn't sound like you are. I mean, but oh, you're really the emphasis on um, her being American is not, that has no bearing on being a person of color. She's still white, baby. Well, I know that, <laughs> but like he kept saying it like she's American. She's born in America. Like, well, her parents are born in America. Like, well, she could still be a. That that's that's a that's it's irrelevant to the to, to the case. At, at yes, hand. yeah, you but it does sound like she's Switzerland. She's not a person of color. So trust that me, color is white. I'm American. I was born in America. My parents were born in America, and I am a person of color. <gasps> uh, isn't Switzerland just white people anyway? Yes, yes. That's why she's white, not yeah, a person like, of color. I, I don't get the the Belize thing is what's making her think that she's Bolivia, a person of Bolivia. 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 Yeah, yeah. Her dad lived in Bolivia from 15 to 32. Are people in Bolivia not white too? Uh, There's white people in Bolivia. There are white people in Bolivia, but it is it is in South America, so in theory they are brownish. I'm not a person of color. I don't even think I'm a person of color. You are a person of color. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm not? You I are. Am. I am? Well, Both Puerto Rican. Is Puerto Rican as fuck. What the fuck is you talking about? I, I don't know. Sometimes some people tell me. Um, I, know, it's good. I thought you were just incognito. I am incognito. This person asshole for letting his friend know, no, you're not a person of color just because you're No, dead. I mean, you're, maybe it might be beneficial for her because if she just goes around saying the wrong shit to some, the wrong person, it could be a bad situation. It's true. But, you know, let her join us already. Who cares? Uh, not the asshole. There are plenty of Latino and Hispanic people who are second or third or whatever generation Americans descended from immigrants who don't speak Spanish or anything other than English. But Hilaria Baldwin didn't get a Spanish accent from summering in Spain and your friend didn't acquire Latin heritage (laughs) from her white dad spent a decade in South America. (laughs) Now, I have a question regarding that, though. Mm -hmm. Say, like, there was like a Polish family, right? And then they have a child in Brazil. Is that child Brazilian or are they Polish and just happen to have been born in Brazil? Like the term Chinese American, they would be Polish Brazilian. They are Polish people 
who live. But would they classify as Latino then, even no. though they don't look Latino? No. Because <laughs> they're not. They're Polish. But they're Brazilian. Yes, as in, as in their country, not their race, not their ethnicity. Mm. Their nationality would be Brazilian. Correct. Ah, I, I wasn't See, telling them more. See, that makes sense when you put it like that. Trying to see if I can get you any other comments. I was as much telling Dan as I was uh, realizing it myself. I, I hear you. Guys. <laughs> uh, I wonder what those uh, um, uh, pierogies taste like. Oh my God, a Brazilian. That's not a sexual. What the pierogies taste like? Maybe let's see what them pierogies taste like. Uh, let's see. This person says I'm a native. pierogies. I'm a Native American, but I never grew up in the in that culture. I look white except from the summer when I tan insanely. And someone responds, yep, I am Cherokee and Creek descendant with at least one great grandparent on the Dolls Rose. And as far as my identity goes, it's complicated. I checked the two or more races box on official forms. But to give one example, I didn't apply for any scholarships for indigenous students when I went to college. Didn't feel right about it when I wasn't raised in the culture. I didn't apply for any, not didn't get. I have light brown hair and blue eyes. I live in a place that's frequently overcast. So most people just assume I'm white. And I'm well aware of all my of of my passing privilege. Quote passing privilege. But are they a Cherokee outlaw? Half Chickasaw and uh, Choctaw. Man, that song was so racist. (laughs) Next, that song was "I'm an Indian Outlaw." Oh, it was half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. Well, yeah, because your people killed her. (laughs) I was more interested to find out if they had beef with Tahitian treat. Uh, let's check out. It's tasty. Would I be the asshole if I hired a nanny? Uh, nanny time. Am I the asshole? Is this username? So this is a real specific question <laughs> being asked. It's probably a fetish account before the Am I the asshole post. <laughs> Would I be the asshole if I hire a nanny to help with my child care with child care after my wife got a new job? My wife, thirty six female, and I, thirty eight male, have been married for twelve years and have three kids: nine, six, and four. We both work full time with me being the primary breadwinner and earning about three times more than she does. Unnecessary information. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know where his mind is at. About four months ago, she was offered a promotion at her job. It wasn't a big step up in pay, but <laughs> would be a lot more responsibility as well as being on call three to four nights a week. When she told me about it, she was really excited and acting like it was, it was a huge opportunity to advance her career. Okay, this guy. I was happy for her, but I told her I had some concerns about how often she would be out of the house in the evenings and or how, would, how we would have to alter our schedules and routines due to her being on call. She assured me that being on call wasn't an issue and reiterated that she would, that she would be compensated for that time even if she wasn't actually called in. I told her that ultimately it was her decision but I feel like we live comfortably already and the little extra money wouldn't be worth the hassle it would cause in our lives. She ended up taking the job and wouldn't you know it, she ended up being called in about 50% of the time. This resulted in us having to find alternate rides for our kids to do activities, canceling plans, her leaving in the middle of dinner or family time, etc. I also had to pick up a lot of the slack in terms of household duties and childcare. We have never fought as much as we have since, since she took this promotion. But she's convinced it's a stepping stone to something better. I flow the idea of hiring a nanny for nights she's on call so that I have help in the inevitable situation where she gets called in again. Simply having another person to watch the kids if I need to take one of them to an activity or play date or be able to make dinner easier or get other chores done. 
She shot the ideal down immediately and told me that picking up her slack is not that big of a deal and I should be able to handle it. Agree. After a three-week stretch of her being called in three nights a week, I told her I was going to start looking into nannies with or without her agreement. Then you, sir, are an asshole. I told her the only way I could reconsider is if she tries to get her old job back or look oh, for a different one boy. because her promotion is not working for me or the kids. She did not take this well. She accused me of being a lazy parent and trying to buy my way out of being a father. She also said the cost of a nanny would offset any extra money her promotion is bringing in. When I told her it would actually cost more than that, she got extra pissed. She has no time frame for how long she'll be at the position and apparently has no care for my feelings on this. I'm tempted just to hire a nanny anyway because it's not sustainable for me. I think this promotion has blinded her how... how to how negatively it has in, in, impacted the rest of the family and I refuse to just suck it up any longer. Edit. Because so many people seem to be operating under the false assumption that my wife did 100% of the childcare and chores before her promotion, I feel the need to clarify. Before her promotion, we would divide and conquer and split childcare and chores as evenly as possible. Both of us were 100% comfortable with how we had things divided between us. It's not like I was coming home demanding to know what was for dinner, cracking a beer and sitting on the couch until I passed out. Sir, you're an asshole. Yes, you see, you just you 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 think you sound better than you do, but you do not. You're a fucking asshole. Jesus Christ. I think his initial concerns are valid. Sure thing. I think his execution on this nanny idea though is very poor. Yeah. Just, just yes, to say the least. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's not. He's not. No, he wouldn't be the asshole. He's already an asshole. So, so he just hired a nanny and. And just uh, you know, you know, in for a penny, in for uh, what's the expression? In for a penny, in for a pound. Might as well just be an asshole. I don't know. I, yeah, he's he's an asshole. Not the asshole coming for someone who has a spouse with a with an on call job. We had three kids, and it frequently came up at least two had activities at the same at the same time in opposite directions. And DH was called in or stuck at work. If I hadn't been for my parents living close, that could that could help us out. We would have to. We would have had to have cut the activities our kids had because it was impossible to be at all the activities at the same time. That was the. That was the. The, the not the asshole. And let's go see if we can find some. Uh, I think it's a valid thing. <laughs> not I saying. Mean, I'm not saying it's not a valid <coughs> thing. What I'm saying is, uh, trust me, as a person who's, I only got the two, so maybe that third really fuck up the me- the measurements. But I've had to take them to different events nearing the same time, and I'm just like, well, one of y'all got to get dropped off a little early. And one of them will be like, all right, that's cool, because I can kick with my friends. The thing about it is, like, obviously, I don't know the financials and all that stuff. But the way he phrases the story, it almost makes it seem like the wife took the promotion just strictly for, like, career validation and maybe a different thing in the future. More so than it actually helps the family dynamic now if the money isn't that much more and it's causing so much disruption with the on-call aspect of it. Mm. I wonder, is it causing as much disruption as he is stating? Now, I know we're supposed to just take him at his word. Yeah. But he just sounds like such a fucking prick that yeah, I wonder like, if he's being real and honest up front with the situation. Is he sharing his chores like he needs to? Can he not really pick up the slack? I mean, I guess we got to just take him at his word. He says he can't. It's, it still sounds ash-holish. I see a bunch of not the assholes, but it, it has the red tag that Reddit has said, yes, you're an asshole. So I need to find somebody who actually, maybe they, I don't know what the voting metric for this is, where somebody actually is like, yeah, you're a fucking asshole. Because I'm, I'm not really seeing that. 
All I'm saying is mostly not I think the it's NFL. a complicated situation. It is complicated. Overall. Now, I don't like necessarily the way he phrased or, or, or posed his side of it. Um, he talked wild grease about like, her. Like, Yo, her job ain't shit. She don't make that money. In this scenario, though, pushing something onto the other person that the other person doesn't necessarily want. Ah, uh, yes. Like, he's pushing the nanny, and she pushed the, the career choice. Like, they're, they're both kind of being selfish in a way. Well, this is from Low Location 363. One, you did not support her career advancement because it might be inconvenient to you. Two, you sound vindi- vindicated. I think vindictive is what they wanted. Vindi- vindi- vindicted by throwing out just how correct you were when you were inconvenienced. Three, inconvenient seems to be defined as doing anything you didn't have to do before you before and don't want to do now. Four, clearly your wife has been doing a lot and that you don't have to do anything you find inconvenient. Five, you clearly value your time, career, and autonomy way more than your wife's. Six, you had a discussion which you then followed up by essentially saying you don't care what she thinks and you'll do whatever you want anyway because she's either wrong or too too stupid to know any better. And the only way to prevent this is to sacrifice her career that she obviously worked hard hard at given she just got a promotion. Seven, you clearly minimize her hard work resulting in a promotion in a very condescending way. I just hope you didn't actually say that to her to her. Pride and happiness at having her work, hard work recognized was acting like some huge opportunity. Like, don't say that. Eight, you seem to have the impression your wife's career is unimportant. Nine, it sounds like you you trucked along doing life, working and whatnot, while your wife learned how to parent, how to schedule, how to balance children and work, and how to grow her career while you kept just going on like you always had. And now that she wants you to pick up some of the load she has been carrying, you you are equating all her sacrifices to Nothing more than the hired help. I disagree with some of this person's assessment of the situation. Hold on. Yep, I have come to a lot of conclusions reading your words and your wording choices. But here's one more conclusion. You're the asshole. I think that, that, I think that one became before the edit. That might have prompted the edit, actually. We'll go with that. I, I feel like they were... Now, keep in mind, like you said, we have to take the guy at his word. I feel like that person was discounting the actual contribution that the husband was making yeah. to the raising of the kids prior to the the wife getting a promotion it's different when you're you're sharing the responsibilities equally and now all of a sudden you're doing what you were originally doing plus having to watch on call that could make it more chaotic cuz now you're doing 75% plus yeah and I think that person's discounting how much the man was like, she made that person, whoever they are made it sound like that guy wasn't doing anything ever. And now that he has to actually do something, he's bitching when he himself in the initial, the original post and on the edit said that they would split everything as best they could. Mm-hmm. It's just now he's doing more to pick up for that time. And she's not there. So the other person had some valid points. I feel like a couple of those points, were egregious. Well, like 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 uh, like uh, Gabe said, it might have been pre-edit, mm-hmm. and then the edit comes along to kind of correct um, you know misinformation. Uh, this person, Porty Lover, uh, Supreme Court Just Ass. It's a nice title to have. They be out here. You're the asshole, but not for what you think you might be. Support your wife. You're shifting all. You're shitting all over her new job. It's probably not the money that's mostly driving her. You clearly believe your work is superior, and there's no way she doesn't know that. That's why I kind of called him asshole. He really was kind of shitting on her job. Anything else? I agree with you. He sounds resentful, 
But what we don't really know, we, we but we don't really know when that resentment started. Could be that he had a better attitude initially, but after going from 50-50 on chores and childcare to 100-0 for half of a week, and he and and his wife dismissing him wholesale when he told her that he was struggling, he started to become resentful. I know I would if my spouse refused to entertain the fact that I was getting burnt out and basically just told me to suck it up and deal with it. You have to remember this is now months into the problem after Opie has repeatedly tried to talk to her and she repeatedly shut him down while seemingly offering no other ideals or compromise. That being said, I'd honestly be surprised if he weren't overly frustrated at this point, not because of her wants and needs, but because she was repeatedly dismissing his. Okay. That's the most reasoned Reddit post ever to ask I've seen in a while that actually has some, some like, okay, I could see where Genuine this, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Where I think both, that's why I said like, this one's complicated because I think both parties have fault, but I also think the, the dynamic of the multiple kids and the, the financial needs of the family, it's a lot of factors to consider. Don't be talking so reckless to your wife. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. I'm not the asshole for kicking out my girlfriend and her son after she invited her ex into our home. Throwaway account. Additional underscore door underscore 3206 is the writer. <laughs> Me, 35 male, and my girlfriend, uh, Sarah, 35 female, have been together for four years. She has a son, Nathan, 9 male, with her ex, Mark, 36 male. Sarah has full custody of Nathan with her ex having scheduled visitations one weekend of every month. Sarah and Nathan moved in with me a little over a year and a half ago. And in my perspective, it was just a little rocky at first. I've always been pretty protective of my space. So making room for two other people was difficult for me. When Sarah moved in with me, we agreed that the visitations for Mark would be held in our apartment as long as I'm home. The main reason I wanted this because I don't know Mark that well and I don't want him wandering around our apartment without me there. When he proposed the ideal to Mark, he was fine with it. When we proposed the ideal to Mark. Now, moving on to the real issue. Three weeks ago marked four months since Mark's last visit. So I asked Sarah when he was planning to visit Nathan. My girlfriend replied by shrugging her shoulders and telling me she'd ask. She'd never followed up with it. So a few days ago, I asked when's Mark next visit was and Sarah said she'd tell me when she knew. Nathan was in the living room but had apparently overheard us and shouted something along the lines of Dad was here last weekend, remember? Uh-huh. Sarah's face immediately dropped and when I asked what Nathan meant, she wouldn't give me a direct answer. Eventually she ended up telling me that for the past two visits, Mark had been to our apartment when I was working. When I accused her of going back on our agreement, she kept telling me this was her home too and she could invite whoever she wanted that it was fine because she was here and watching. I told her that was beside the point and she violated my trust. It blew up into a huge argument which ended with me telling her to get out of my apartment. She packed up and left with Nathan. Last I heard, she was staying with her parents. I've gotten several messages from both Sarah and her parents calling me an asshole for kicking Sarah and Nathan out of my home for something so small. She even's been blasting me on IG and Facebook about how horrible I am to do this to her. It's got me thinking I might be the asshole, but I'm not entirely sure yet. Am I the asshole? Mm, no. ETA, I'm going to say no. ETA. I can see why it's important, but the court order was instructed because of Mark having a criminal record. I'm not sure what, it, what, it's, what it's for, as Sarah never directly told me, and I didn't want to push her to tell me. So some additional context there. Is this person an asshole for kicking his uh, girlfriend out? Or violating an agreement that they came to? I mean, not if they're no longer boyfriend and girlfriend. 
<laughs> like, if you say gets the step in and they gets the step in, what's the problem? Like, I don't think he is because he made it clear they had clear boundaries. And if it's her home and she can invite whoever she wants, why didn't she talk to him about it beforehand? Yeah, why you gotta like hide it if you don't feel like you did anything yeah. wrong? You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. Twice he was over. You didn't tell. You were you were hiding it. You were violating this trust, and he he made it clear that yeah, was the you, issue. You knew. You made the agreement. You knew what the agreement was. You don't want to adhere to the agreement, so you hid it. You didn't want. And now you got caught, and you're gonna do what people get caught do. You're gonna blame the victim. And try to make yourself seem like you're the victim. This is uh, Open Dash Negotiations 6232, an asshole enthusiast. Oh. Not the asshole. She lied to you multiple times, and when she got caught, her response was to try to emotionally manipulate you into accepting this blatant violation of your boundaries. Even if this was entirely above board, though she wouldn't have had, though she wouldn't have had to lie if it was, and she didn't do anything with her ex, she clearly, there's clearly no respect for you here. Mm-hmm. Fair. And the person responds, somebody responds back that this is what the next gen calls gaslighting. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the use of psychological manipulation to undermine a person's faith in their own judgment, memory, or sanity. Gaslighting is not restricted to romantic relationships, but also occurs in friendships and among family members. So he literally wrote the definition of a gaslighting. So it's real. Yeah. No, you're not the asshole. And she really kind of sucks. And, of course, she's going to go make you seem like a, a bad guy in these uh, internet streets. But truth be told, you know what you are. You know yeah, what I mean, you did. It sounds like she did him a favor by showing how crazy he is before he got too much deeper. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It sucks for the kid. Oh, I feel yeah. bad for the, the, the child and all this. But Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, of course, his yeah, life. He's a criminal and mom's crazy. His life was, of course, thrown in the shambles because she's just a, a liar yeah, for lying's sake. It's like you didn't have... You didn't have to lie. You had a good thing going, and, and you decided to that. Fuck it. You'd rather lie than uh. That's just so strange to me. And you know that kid's stability. Yeah, poor guy. Ah, uh, entertainment this week. Uh, I finished the bear. Uh, still watching Loki. Love them both. Uh, playing some Super Mario Wonder. It's amazing. You should be uh, getting down with that if you uh, have not. Actually, finally switched over to play as Mario for a little bit and had a good time doing that. But I might stick with Daisy because I like Daisy. Uh, not reading anything, not really listening anything. I, I guess what was I spinning recently? Let's jump over to my Spotify and I give you a quick little. Uh, oh, you know what I actually did? I, I, I've been, I've been, uh, I talked about it last week. Open Mike Eagles podcast. Uh, what had happened was, and of course they started a discussion on uh, about Do You Want More, which is you know the Roots' second album. And so I was listening to Do You Want More because I fucking love that shit. It's so good. So yeah, yes, I guess that's what I'm. Li- I'm listening to both Do You Want More and the podcast talking about Do You Want More because that's how it gets down. Uh, what are you guys watching or uh, reading or you know so forth and so on? I don't remember if I talked about this. I finished Twisted Metal finally. Good. What'd you think? Um, I thought it was okay. Like, my expectations weren't really that high because it's based off of a video game. Yeah. But it was all right. And I mean, they clearly set it up for another season. Yeah. Um, I watched... Uh, I'm current on Loki as of tonight's episode. Obviously, I haven't watched uh, tonight yet. Um, I watched last week's Goosebumps episode. Uh, a show I, I very much enjoy. Uh, I watched um, this movie called Fear on Stars the other day. Mark Wahlberg? No, it wasn't oh. that one. It was a newer one. It had um, <laughs> like, uh, what's the fuck's that dude from TikTok? I mean, you know, from Vine. Um, King Batch. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, and yeah. like the white guy from the Power Show on Stars. There's all those Power Book shows or whatever. I saw the white the white guy in the movie. Uh, Ti was in it. Then a bunch of like uh, other people that I don't know. It's basically like the the premise was like the white guy's trying to propose to the black woman, and but he's also an author, so he like takes the and this is during covid mm-hmm. and so they they all go out to this like cabin uh lodge resort place uh that he rents out for the weekend and it's owned by this old lady who ends up being la bruja mm. uh they use the terminology in the movie and so she like enchants them with like this fear spell to set their life force to like stay alive forever or something like that um i watched john wick four yeah, you saying that you watched it's, that earlier tonight, the, right? Yeah, yeah, the fourth movie was also felt like it was four hours long. Uh, it was actually three hours long. I own one, two, and three. I've not watched three. Like right there on that shelf right there. Mm-hmm. I've not watched the third one. I know I should because it's supposed to be really good. Para, Parabellum. They're, para- all, they're all pretty good. Like um, it, while it was a three-hour movie, it was. It didn't. At times, it felt like a three-hour movie, and then at other times, it didn't feel like a three-hour movie. So not bad. Um, yeah, I watched uh, both the original Ghostbuster movies. Oh, I, I watched the newest episodes of uh, Irrational and Found. And I think that's all I've watched. You uh, copping uh, the new uh, Call of Duty? I haven't bought any of them since like Modern Warfare or something back in the day. I didn't know if you were like considering getting back in the old uh, streets right there. Also, apparently uh, Halo has gotten multiple updates and is really smoking everybody seems to be thinking halo halo's back baby so hmm. i don't know i might kind of i might fuck around and jump in some uh, I, I never raced off, form i never raced it off my hard drive i kind of it's one of the ones i'm like i know i'll come back to this i stuff. bought the the disc so i could play the story mode and then never put it in the system fair enough <laughs> it sounds really bad and i'm kind of ashamed to admit that but yeah well, uh, that is my reality that's my truth and i'm speaking it you ever want to bullshit and play some halo let me know we'll jump on uh you watch anything read anything uh not much i lost the last thing we were watching uh only murders in the building season three and uh we fell behind i haven't seen an episode in a while but it's a funny show i really like it a funny show is it i, yeah. I don't know i don't know what kind of show it is yeah it's uh steve martin and uh martin short that makes, uh, doing it, the damn thing i guess yeah those comedians the, those, probably would make a comic show well, wouldn't they? <laughs> they're they'll still entertaining at their age uh selena gomez right as well and selena gomez is in it okay so i should i should i mean should i watch it uh, yeah okay that's what's up you know what it is please rate review subscribe share the show wherever possible please subscribe to our YouTube you know yeah again you don't gotta do none of that don't worry about that you know what I need you to do if you are here in the show and you think hey I get down with that just, just let somebody know about it uh, share okay, the best way to do is across your social medias no doubt but if you at least just let, let, let some people know hey this is a pretty good show I would like you to check it out that'd be real dope uh, if you want to support the show financially got a few extras our way Trying to you know get to the show where it's just at net zero where it's paid for its it pays for itself that'd be great net zero that man what a throwback <laughs> uh, you can join us over on Patreon members at the five dollar and above tier get extra content uh, each month and early access to new shows we have merch available over tpublic.com slash users slash stage country milk all one word and feel free to give us a call two one six two six four six three one one that's two one six two six four six three eleven we would certainly love to hear from you and hear from you we did. Uh, on uh, Spotify this week, we uh, uh, in the in the in the feedback portion of on episode five thirteen, Hot Wheels ain't ninety nine cents no more. Our friend AK commented on the question, "What are some examples of inflation that have affected you?" 
And uh, her response was groceries, baby. We spend 800 plus a month when the kids are home. Affordable housing in tourist towns causing shortage of workers in tourist communities. People don't want people do want to work, but can't afford the housing in the areas where they, they are need, needed to be employed. So that is uh, how uh, the, this the inflationary nonsense is uh, affecting uh, uh, AK and, and, and things like that in uh, her world. Thanks for writing in, lady. Thanks for listening as well. I yell louder when the kids drop eggs. That's the, how inflation uh, affects me. If you didn't understand what I was saying that for. I, I, need, I need the clarification. Thank you for saying that. We do it each week, people. It's a delight. It's enjoyable. And I know you get down with the get down. Our missing man this evening is the 216's zone pick, Anthony Tatum. 216 just about everywhere. If you are so inclined, get down with him. That's Lunchbox 2099. I don't post on anything. so <laughs> You have no need to whatever. Every now and again, I'll throw out a, a tweet on the platform formerly known as Twitter. But Almost always about sports, mad about the uh, Cleveland team doing something that he don't fuck with. It's because I feel like I have I need a vent, and I have nowhere to put that. And yeah, and that and that's the release valve. I fuck with it, so don't think I'm hating. Mm-hmm. It's the release valve. Uh, that is uh, the RV in Puerto Rican, the suburban Puerto Rican. He's my homeboy. That's Gabe. I'm not on uh, Twitter, and my Instagram is for family and friends. But maybe I'll develop a Instagram for the streets. If he comes up with a streets Instagram. It'll be uh, tagged in this episode uh, episode's uh, IG post. And then you can just enjoy it there. You what the hell what would I do with it, though? We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> you know what you got to do? Just start taking black and white photos of some places you're at. Oh, that's a good idea. I know. I'm pretty good today. Y'all know I've been on fire. Take Whoa. covert photos of women shopping. Once, once the once they the, be shopping. Once I figured out the damn red burrito situation, it was oh for y'all bitches. Your man knew his work this week. <laughs> All right, next Colorado burrito I'll take. All right, uh, a black white picture. So no one will know that it's red sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I am the internet's table seven thirteen. Uh, my dog's right next to me snoring. Here, let's see if I can get her on mic without without scaring her because you know she's kind of deaf too because she's old. You might have in the past on this very show heard a dog jingling and jangling, and then sometimes snoring so fucking loud that you'd be like, "Good God, bless!" Well, that dog this week, unfortunately. Went on across the Rainbow Bridge. She will be missed. Tallulah, shout out to you, big baby. You're the sweetest dog ever. You truly, truly, truly were. Just the chubbiest boxer you would have ever met. You would have never known. Uh, <laughs> she was a delight and a great pet and a great family a family member. Fuck with it. R.I.P. Tallulah. You sweet, sweet girl. Uh, rest easy. Uh, peace to the gods. We will catch you next week. Deuces. Bye, y'all. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.